everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I've got an exciting new feature. Is everybody ready for it? No. Matt, you ready for it? I guess. Good. Um, I've just cooked my Christmas stuffing. My first practice test of the year. Practice cook, because I cooked the Christmas dinner. And I'm going to try it live. Sorry, the, the bit you were hyping up to me before we began <laughs> recording is you've prepared foods which nobody can see or smell or taste. Yes. You absolute cocking gibbon. <laughs> so it's a sausage meat and apricot stuffing. I do it every single year, except last year, because we didn't really do Christmas last year. Um, and the year before that. But here's the thing. Since I last did it, I've become vegan. Vegetarian by choice, vegan by fashions. And so I had to change the recipe entirely. So this is my first test ever of it being a vegan version of a sausage meat stuffing. I, mean, so it's I was about exciting. to say, I'm going to be honest, I don't actually, though I love stuffing, I don't actually really know what's in stuffing normally. Like I would have it's, guessed there was some meat in there. It depends. What's the stuffing's made up of low stuff. You get like your sage and your onion stuffing in your balls if you're lazy. Excuse me? I like to just do a, in, in your bot in ball form, ball form. Is that still form, stuffing right? if it's like in a little ball? I feel like that's something different. No, that's a stuffing ball, isn't it? You just, stuffing's in very, stuffing doesn't really stuff anything anymore. I just eat a lot of it. It stuffs me. That's my plan. Stuffing's my favourite thing. This is my favourite thing in the true. world. That's true. You don't really get it. stuffing stuffed inside things, which makes it feel like it should be have a different name, really, shouldn't it? I mean, I isn't it meant hearts. to go inside turkey? Yeah, you're supposed to like yeah. stuff it up the arse of the turkey or whatever, but people don't anymore. It just comes in its own little tray that you put in the oh, oven separate. Oh, back in my day, everyone put all that shit up those turkeys' <laughs> assholes, and now all the liberal... You're not allowed to do the back brigade. in my day. You're a cocking embryo next to me and Dan. Also, I've never, also, I've <laughs> hey, never eaten don't stuffing. don't put me in with you, John. Sorry, John. You cannot put me in that age, graphic. That is... There's a gap... Like, I'm between you two, right? That's the... Not that far. Closer to, closer to Matt's age. Right, no, closer yeah, to Matt's closer to John's. Closer to Matt. Mm. Way, mm. way closer to Matt. Right, but not yep. the, right, so I actually, the only time I do stuffing is if I'm cooking hearts, I put stuffing in it. But I haven't done that for years because, again, hearts aren't particularly vegetarian. No, I feel like um, eating, eating the hearts of the you know creatures you've defeated is about as not vegetarian as it gets. Yeah, I mean, well, my thing is, if you're going to eat an animal, you have to eat all the animals. So I, we were, I ate a lot of off. You know what? Up. I respect that. That's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah and now I don't really go to waste. the whole animal. But the fun thing about this stuffing, right, is if it's crap, I will just go back to eating meat because it's my favourite thing and I can't lose my favourite thing. So this could mean the death of, like, thousands of animals. Live. Uh-huh. Well, this does suggest that because you've been eating hearts, that at some point you just, like, went to a butcher and said, give me an entire animal. I want the whole thing. <laughs> I want it still with its heart, still with its eyes. Like... Where did you get buy that? a carcass so complete? It came with the heart still inside, so you had to remove the heart to cook it. You literally can just buy hearts from a butcher, John. Just go to the local butcher and ask for hearts. They'll have some in. Just get the inside scooped out. That's the secret. That, that'll save you time, because it's really fiddly. You'll be like, could you prep them, take the insides out? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And, you, and it's lovely. It's really cheap meat as well, because nobody really wants to eat heart. It's tasty fucking meat, because it's such a used muscle. It's really nice. I miss meat. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never eaten beef or turkey. What? I've never, You've never had a burger in your life. No, never. I you miss it out. I stopped eating meat when I was like twelve, and prior to that, I'd only eaten the rare bit of ham and maybe a little bit of chicken, and that was about it. Never eaten fish. Yeah. Never eaten beef. Welcome turkey. to Vegan Cast, by the way, everybody. 
<laughs> oh, we have to get Rebecca involved. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just sitting over here going like, oh, oh, pig. Pig's delicious. Let well, me count the ways it, the pig is delicious. I'm trying to save the environment. You know, if you can cut down your meat consumption, then the environment's saved. Yeah, Brett but on, the other, on the other hand, bacon. You can wrap anything in bacon uh, and it's better. So, such a boring take, John. That's such a boring take. You can wrap pig in more pig and it just makes it we, better. In fact, we, it, like, it, it, it cubes it. Like, <laughs> well, every, for every more bit of pig you wrap around a pig, it gets exponentially tastier. I had pig a pig is, in like, blanket. It just tastes like animal. sausage. It just tastes like sausage. No, it does not. All right, when you wrap bacon around a sausage, it is very distinct. Uh-huh. All right. Can I say something potentially controversial? Oh, I think God bacon to... is seriously overrated as a meat. Yeah, but... I mean, I've never eaten it. But and thus, the podcast came to an end for the third time. <laughs> this, yeah. right, there's two bits of meat that are seriously overrated, and that's bacon and steak. I'll give you steak. I think steak is... I don't know why people pay so much for steak. Steak's I think steak costs like, too much for it. It's just a hunk of meat <clears throat> that is kind of flavourless. And I'm not just talking about bullshit merchants who sell you 17 grand steak because they put a bit of gold leaf on it. I mean, like, even <laughs> just like, you know, what people say is just like good steak in a restaurant where it's like 40, 50 quid for a lump Why of does... meat. And it's like, I don't see the point in that. Why does that guy look so much like Dr. Robotnik? <laughs> what? What? Why does he look so much like Dr. Robotnik? What's happening? <laughs> What? You know, it's Salt Bay. That's his name, isn't it? You've never seen Salt Bay. I'm pretty confident no. that's not his name. That's his name. First name Salt, second name Bay. <laughs> you give me a kid a name like, like that, what do you expect them to grow up to be, to be honest? Google Salt Bay and you'll find a guy who A, looks oh, like Dr. Ronnie can B, is thinks... Salt Bay. Nusret? Yeah. yeah. He thinks the that. best way to serve salt is to bounce it off his fucking elbow for some reason. But he always looks really sweaty when he's doing it, so you're just putting his sweat in your food. It's just the worst thing. Like, I don't know, if, you ever, if you ever worked in service, I was a waiter for many years, chefs get cocking Crap. sweaty, because kitchens yeah. are cocking hot. I, I worked in industrial kitchen for a while. Yeah, it's a hot place to be. They are hot places to be, and chefs just fucking sweat. They've got headbands, and they get salt, they have to toss them aside and put in a fresh one, because it's hot. Like, the last thing you want to do is a chef to come along and say, I'm going to prepare your food by bouncing the ingredients down my sweaty, hairy arm. <laughs> It's like, no, that's the just, last thing I want you to do. Just rustling salt through his sweaty ass crack and just sprinkling out his short leg. It's onto basically your plate. about halfway to that, yes. It looks Can I try though. my stuffing yet? Because I'm really, I want to eat it. Yeah, long. go ahead. Try, try, try your disappointing stuff. All the, all the people with misophonia, close your ears now. Thank you. Okay, so. <laughs> First this is going to be such an underwhelming payoff for that dramatic pause. <laughs> First impression, yep, is I've nailed it. Did you say apricot was in that? Yeah, sausage that and apricot. That strikes me as an odd thing. No, it's isn't good that way too sweet. Says the man who's like, "Oh, bacon's the best thing. If you wrap bacon around more bacon, it becomes even better bacon." And like, oh, apricot flavoring, Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> I just feel oh, like I only want pig in my sweet. pig. Oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah, I did but it. The best combination. We, I mean, the, Thai food is a, is a perfect example of this, where you combine sweet and umami and the sour. John, do you like Thai food? Yeah, I go for Thai food on occasion. It's not my absolute favorite. My absolute, What's your absolute favorite. My Ooh, absolute favorite is like the area around like uh, Turkey, Lebanon. 
like Lebanese food is spectacular. Uh, but like, you know, there's lots of like, food out there is very similar. Like, Turkish and Lebanese food is very similar. To tabula. Sorry. T tabula. That's a thing, isn't it? That's isn't that from that area? Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I know my shit. Mm -hmm. I'm a chef. <laughs> I used to be a chef. But what I just love about it is it's incredibly spiced, <laughs> but it's not spicy. It's not really spicy. Yeah. And the, the, the meat, oh, la Turkish lamb, amazing. Oh, well, delicious. Do you miss meat? Mm-hmm. Lamb, oh, lamb. You've, never, you've never eaten a sheep at all. Again, the only animals I've ever eaten are chicken and pig. Period. Mm -hmm. Not period of Yeah, pig, a chicken's but... period. That's just called an egg. We just call them eggs. <laughs> God. <laughs> Can we start this episode over again? No, we've done it. We did that every time. <laughs> to every like, time. Oh, I hate everyone. Video who games. To me. <laughs> Video games. Oh yeah, there are things I've been playing in the past month. <laughs> mm -hmm. Have I? No, I did. I modded Fallout Four really heavily. She's just surprised you played a video game in the last month. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I work a lot. I, I did. I, I, showed, I showed up to your stream to toss bits of paper at you during it. Yeah, you're just, you're just coming in there like, oh, it was everyone who isn't me is shit at Fallout. I'm the only one who can know it. I'm John. I'm the expert. Blah, blah, blah. Walk on a landmine. I think it was quite nice and polite, to be honest. Fuck it was, you, it was very subtle. It was very subtle modding. It was, I think it was very well thought through and well done for the most yeah, part. Yeah, and it was 170 mods. <laughs> and you couldn't soft, tell the talking difference good. from the base. You were just walking around going, I think this roulette might have changed slightly, but I'm not 100% sure. Small changes. So I'm sure there's 170 mods were worth it. Well, apparently, you have to install a different mod for every type of shadow you want. <laughs> There's no sing <laughs> there's no single mod, right? Because Fallout 4 does support like dynamic shadows, but most lights don't have the flag enabled. And there's no mod ah, that just enables it for everything. But you have to get different mods to enable different flags. Like, you can get a mod that enables the flag on, like the Pip-Boy, for example, and a mod that enables the flag on spotlights. Another mod that enables the flag on robot, like, um, uh, tank bots, faces, and... This, you this have feels to... like a, a sort of thing where these mods should just be merged into one mod. Yeah, no, I agree with with that sentiment, yes. But I had to install ten different <laughs> lighting mods just to enable the right shadows. And then I had to mess around with an INI file to make sure NPC headlamps cast the right shadows. And they didn't. It turns out because my load order was slightly wrong. But it's fine. Hmm. It's fine. <laughs> it works fine. Everything's fine. It doesn't even crash that often. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fallout. I mean, what I'm going gonna, gonna to be replaying Fallout 4 very soon. Oh, on the Steam Deck. Oh. Because I want to play Fallout 4 in bed. The best place to play video Yeah, games. I admit, that's the biggest game I want on the Switch, is Fallout 4, which could run on the Switch if they really tried. I was about tried. to say, is Fallout 4 on the Switch right now? I couldn't I couldn't remember whether no. it was or not. It, no Fallout, just Skyrim. And Elder Scrolls Blades. It's one of those frustrating things. It's going to be able to run. If they can make Witcher 100%. 3 run on the Switch, no, they can make Fallout 4 but run again, on the Switch. Well, actually, no, I wasn't here last time when you were angrily talking about GTA, was I? I was sleeping. Literally. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah we, literally. We, got, we just got in a whole bunch of stuff you would have called us out this, on or something. This is I don't the know. thing, John. The biggest developer in the world couldn't port a 20-year-old game to the Switch. I don't know if I trust Bethesda. Well, Skyrim runs really nice. Fact, Bethesda Bethesda are broke. experts at slowly re-releasing a game over and over on different consoles. That they are good at. Oh, yeah. Skyrim. They're the most experienced developer that has ever existed on re-releasing the same <laughs> game on different consoles. Well, no one's ever it done it to, more. They outsourced it to a company of 20 people. I assume about 10 of those people are programmers. So 10 programmers making 30-something versions of the game in a few months. Mm. It's actually quite impressive that they got anything done. 
Yeah, and then Rockstar went, oh, fuck, and they took over development. Nah, I'll randomly try to unfuck it. It looks like Rockstar, yeah, they're just shitting out patches and support, and maybe eventually it'll be semi Within a week. After, I was actually, after... actually going to get around and play it. I was going to get around and play it this week, and the barrier that actually stopped me was because I was thinking, like, okay, I don't really actually necessarily think, I think this is still going to be a bit of a mess. It's not fully fixed. Okay. I don't have the nostalgia for the original, and I don't know whether it even cocky works yet. Then it got, and it looked up on Steam, it's like, oh, it's not, it's not there. No, I thought they'd totally, re-release yeah. it. Oh, it's got its yeah. own launcher. We need yeah. to install a launcher that's literally just for that one game because well, there's no. no other game I'd no, want in that launcher. You can get Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 on there and that's also, it. it's now uh, the only place you can buy the originals. They brought yeah. back the original versions of Vice City, back. San Andreas and 3. That's yeah, but only on their own launcher. Back. So yeah. They actually gave them for free been... to everybody who bought it on PC. <laughs> It's you know been what? a month I, I of I've not heard that, and I'm actually quietly... I'm thinking pressed okay. is the wrong terms. That implies that they did a good thing. That's well, the only reason they're doing it is because they fucked up so badly. They've I, got to do anything to desperately claw back a tiny bit of goodwill. So I was but going like, I'm surprised them. they did. I tried them after they patched them. And here's the things they changed, right? They added the original menu sounds to Vice City in 3. They added ground haze to San Andreas. They added clouds. They added clouds. Wow. And fog. Wow. 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 Uh, they made it so those holes in the world that people kept falling through were there <laughs> and that you could drive over them instead of falling through them. Wow. Uh, and they fixed all the signs. So instead of it saying Vice City or fucking Top Bun or um, what was the other one? AR Guitars. And they changed they fixed, they fixed all the spelling, um, which tells you something about how how much they could have done if they had done it in-house. I'm sure it would have been a very good thing if they did it properly in-house, but alas, here we are. I bet they miss loads because I bet they just fixed the ones that actually got caught, but there's going to be more that are going to be found over the uh, the coming oh, weeks. Probably, yeah. Well, if anyone's still playing it, I don't think many people. Are. Don't... Actually, you know what? Having having heard the one, the old ones are back. Genuinely, I might just go back and play the old ones. The problem... yeah, when you said that, I thought you meant like Cthulhu style demons would <laughs> just come back. <laughs> Oh yeah, the old ones are back. I was like, shit, I've been I've been too fucking focused on the Omicron for well, Omicron, what the fuck? Omicron. I totally did. I missed the fact that the old ones are back. The elder gods are here. This Jesus. It just seems to be what's in style at the moment. You know what? There's protests in London in favour of coronavirus. So I was like, you know what? I'm on team old ones. Oh, the old ones are back. Brilliant. There's a frustrating thing, John, sure. the originals though. Right? Because all I want from the re the re fucking masters or whatever, I just wanted them to do the bare minute, like, because three has aged poorly. It has aged poorly. Yeah. It's really clunky to play. You can't even move the camera. <laughs> um, Fun. Did it, did it predate double analog sticks? Is that what that was? Um, no. You had double analog stick support, didn't it? Yeah, it was on the PS2. But no, you couldn't. You 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 could you could use the right analog stick to look left and right. But you can't physically when you're walking. You can't move the camera around you. In in three. What did the other city? analog stick do in that case? looked either left or i think in vice city it looked left and right and back like a d-pad and i don't know if it did anything in three uh, um and the shooting is absolutely terrible in three to the point there's no aiming <laughs> it is, yeah there's that, no that suits me because i'm terrible at no aiming. when i said there's no it's aiming I mean, there's no aiming at all you, you your, your camera stays where it is and your character just sort of pivots on the spot and you just sort of vaguely shoot in a direction <laughs> and it's terrible and yeah, but right, I, Matt, you are a sperm, so you wouldn't know that back in the day that was like fucking amazing. I played it new. Like, I played those three games when you they released. Didn't. Yes, you I did. They, I stayed they up were eighteen all night. rated. Yeah, and I was a very <laughs> naughty little boy. I. <laughs> 
I You committed a crime and you're admitting it on a podcast? Three, I played I spent You wouldn't download a car match. three all night long. I have the original versions of all three of them that I got. I got San Andreas in oh gosh, very excited. I got Vice City in Game Station. And I got wow. three when I got my console, my Xbox. But this is the thing. The PC versions are also shit. And the big thing the remastered trilogy did is they're like, hey, we've added modern style control schemes and a proper third person camera and the ability to aim. And I went, that's all I want. And they went, also. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And they just did a lot of other shit. They kept going. They yeah. kept going. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds like me that, them. of course, one place we always used to go to, to buy our games was there was a period, some people who were young might remember this, in the UK, where some of the biggest shops which had the coolest stuff in were just called Virgin Megastores. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious in retrospect. They were all really excited to go to the Virgin Megastore <laughs> to buy our video games. Yeah. You know, I saw an ad the other day. And it was, um, it was on Ryan Reynolds' YouTube channel, because apparently his YouTube channel is just ads now. And it was with Richard Branson, and it was an ad for Virgin Voyagers. We oh. it was something to do with his gin company or something, wasn't no, it? No. I think I saw a bit of no. this. Virgin Voyages is uh, literally just a Virgin's cruise line. And it's 18 only. No kids are allowed. And it's called Virgin Voyages. And I'm sat there. And Ryan Reynolds is sat there. And at no point does he mention or even hint at the very, very obvious joke there. Clearly, because well, Richard He's Branson's been paid a lot to not yeah. do said And thing. I found that incredibly frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Virgin Voyages, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, if you are a, a classic Doctor Who fan, when Doctor Who was taken off the TV, you know, when, after Sylvester McCoy, the the books that brought it back were called the Virgin Adventures, <laughs> which I, I always remember that. Yeah, but they were sexier. They had a, they sometimes they were like, "Well, we're going to put titties in it in a <gasps> book." It doesn't really titties count. Titties in a book. Titties in in Doctor Who. Were they asking titties? Illegal. Were, were there pictures or were they just described? Well, they was just kind of vaguely mentioned that there was Teddy. I think at one point there was somebody, somebody mentioned that sex. Mammary glands in my doctor. There were titties anyway. I, it's, no, no, John, I women really didn't exist them. until that point. You've got to understand. Yes, they yeah, did. No, the no, doctor was constantly floating around no. with companions who did, no, though they were not no, actively no. pointed out at any point. No, they no, had no, breasts. No, no, they no, were no, there. No, no, they weren't breasts and they weren't women. They were actually dogs in a suit. That's K9. Or Carvinista. <laughs> Nobody watch Flux. None of you fuckers watch Flux. No. I'll try to make one Chris Chibnall a joke. <sighs> Sorry, you're the person who will sit there going, oh, I can't believe you're watching Star Trek Discovery and you sat through all the Flux and hated every moment. Because I do... I do a podcast. Uh-huh. And... Yeah. The podcast that Mike comes to with his phone mic, which sounds like shit, and then gets hammered while you rant about Doctor Who for two hours to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits there going, uh-huh, yes, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, there have been boobs in Doctor Who before. I've seen them. There's, There's been in there. There's definitely this... I mean, the Fifth Doctor's Regeneration scene was... Have you ever seen the Fifth Doctor's Regeneration scene? No. Uh, is it Fourth into Fifth or Fifth into Sixth? Fifth into Sixth. That was the dumb one with the dumb wig, wasn't it? But there was a ridiculous wig. Or was that six to seven? Yeah, that was was six to seven because Colin Baker basically strapped off the set and didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. The fifth Doctor Regeneration. But no. Have a look. Oh, it's it's Guy with the fucking asparagus on his coat or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Decorative vegetable. That's the fucking shit. I I really like the fifth Doctor. He's one of my favourites. He was all crickety crickety. Peter Davidson was excellent, yes. 
Still is. In so, all the old Big Finish stories. So what's Tip? I'm waiting for Matt. Here? I think it's his return. It's the Caves of Ad- Adrazoni or Ad- whatever it's called. Yeah, that's definitely the end of five. Yep, Adrazani. Well, no, that's the one, yeah. No, well, I'm watching the fifth chapter of Generates. We're in the TARDIS. There's a woman standing over him. <laughs> and he's seeing visions of, like, Cybermen or some shit. And they're floating around his head. Oh, I forgot about the dumb floating head for dumb <laughs> floating heads. And then fucking Ming they the really didn't know how years. to do regenerations back in the day. You're saying Ming the Merciless? Yeah. It's, I, you, I think you think you're thinking of the master at the time. I think probably. That was the master. That's the master. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> I mean, thirty-six seconds into the video, I'm 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 getting distracted. I must admit, that's definitely an interesting outfit for that shot. Oh, and, a and, low and cut top. Was... Oh, I mean, yeah, they they are titties. Yeah, they're right there. That is some. I mean, for the fucking when did that came out? The nineteen forties. That was a lot of titty. I mean, it's true. This is this is back in the days when the accessibility of titties to young men was much lower. <laughs> John the Incel! Oh, like, it's just the way you said that it just makes it sound like a transaction. <laughs> John's the sort of person who would bring a clipboard to sex and you know it. Right, we've done that manoeuvre, that manoeuvre, just ticking him off as he goes. Hey, Dick, you know, furniture, if I'm going for a whole list, it sounds like John, it's a pretty good time to me. I'm, I'm fine with that. If the clipboard facilitates that that level of uh, variety, I'm all for it. John's approach to sex is like when you when you were going on a school trip and you were given those clipboards with the stupid fucking quizzes that you didn't want to do. And I was like, oh, here's the clipboard. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. I, I like the clipboard on the school trips. I'm not going to lie. This is, you, you, you're on it there. You're right on it. <laughs> Alright, getting, getting the fuck back to where we were before we got distracted by titties. Hey, Matt, John, you're too young to no, remember you're question. too young to remember what? How do how do boobs work? <laughs> what? That's not a they're not mechanical. So is, is, this, work, is this John? Matt's very, very... Is this is Matt's... Oh, I can finally find out. I've always wanted to know. How, yeah, I think how, this is Matt how, just how, trying to... How, how do mammary glands... How does the entire area work, John? Explain the biology to me. This this feels like Matt's doing I a don't know, Matt. Like... Why don't you explain zebras to me? Just explain zebras. Just zebras in general. Just explain a zebra. It's horses? also left the barcode on. <laughs> Isn't it? Just... Did you know you can actually scan horses? The zebra horses. I don't that's what they're called, zebra horses. That's their official name. No. You scan them and that's how you find out their name. It's oh. on a database. That's it. It's boop. Just do you want to know a fun horse tangential fact? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do this. Hippopotamuses. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because the name hippopotamus just means river horse. Sorry. Well, I just, I just it a horse. That. Hippopotamus, that's not a horse. Yes, it is. <laughs> The first person who saw a hippopotamus just said, you know what, that looks like a horse in the river. And no one slapped him and said, no, it fucking doesn't, you idiot. So it just started, hippopotamus, it's a river horse. That's the etymology. That's the etymology of hippo. It's a river horse. Seriously overfeeding his horses. (laughs) Maybe it was a really skinny hippo, you don't know. Maybe hippos were skinnier back then because there were less people to eat. Oh, that's what hippos do, they eat people. Yes, they do. Hippos kill a lot of people. Hippos Lots are really dangerous. Lots of animals kill people. It's not like hippos. Are, it's not like humans are the main source of nutrients for hippos, is it? Yeah, rhinos. That's what it is. They eat rhinos. Well, I don't know. Hippos I don't know about that. I'm just, I'm, 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 
How many Wait, hang humans? on. Does a hippo evolve into How? a rhino, or does a rhino evolve into a hippo? I never remember which way around the evolution goes. <laughs> I feel like it would logically be rhino into hippo, because then it would pick up the water type, and thus it would get... Like, it would be more interesting and unique. Doesn't the rhino evolve into just a like a brown type? Thing. I'm pretty sure the rhino evolved into a robot, so I think the hippo must evolve into a rhino. Plus, yeah. all these Pokemon already exist. There's, like, a separate hippo family that's just hippos, and there's, like, multiple rhino Pokemon. <laughs> it evolves into rhino from Spider-Man. That's the evolution. Yeah, hippo, rhino, rhino from Spider-Man. That's, of course, the natural evolution of the, the hippo. Oh, is that your Spider-Man mm -hmm. segue? <laughs> Oh, here we go. The hippopotamus oh, is the world's deadliest large land mammal. Okay. Uh, I think you'll find that man is the deadliest large land mammal. I'm not sure we're large enough to be a large land mammal. I am. I've just eaten a whole plate of stuff. What you eating all? Yeah, of course I ate it all. It's hungry. They it's just, fucking they delicious. Just Wait, you didn't, you didn't save any for anyone else in your household? No, it was only a test one, isn't it? Wow. Wow. Shocking. It was only 500 people a day. 500 year, people a year dead to hippos. That's a very low Whoa. number relative to the amount of people on earth. <laughs> Shh. Oh, God. Don't. John, don't let Boris know that. We'll be doing fucking hippo lockdowns this time next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the hippo alert is Amber. Oh, that's a good point. Everyone, so, everyone's the, got like rifles. The public release of this will be on uh, Monday, the 3rd of January. <laughs> Oh, guess what lockdown will be in by then? <laughs> no. hey, how, was, yeah. how was the Christmas lockdown? Uh, oh, I, I do enjoy that Boris like has to lock the country uh, down no, again. No, no, but no, if no, he no, does no, it before no, Christmas, no, no, no. we're not calling you Boris. We're not calling no, him Boris. He's Mr. Johnson. Oh, Alex. I'll call him Alex. Al Alex works also. I'll take Alex because that's his actual name. Yeah. By the oh, time you hear this, you'll probably know what they decided to call lockdown in the UK because they'll have to have done something, but they won't dare have called it lockdown because they've said no lockdown. So they'll have to come up with a new word. Precautionary. It's going to be. Come up with uh, a new word. That's what they're going to do. They're going to come up breaker, with a new John. word. We've done it. It's a circuit breaker. That's what they say, isn't it? Now it's that's what they've done before. Breaker. You're right. You know what? They'll, they'll probably reuse the circuit breaker because that's yeah. not lockdown. I, so I wonder if, if when when the circuit breaker if the against will have another freedom day. I wonder oh, if we're going to get Freedom, freedom day. day. Freedom Day? Yeah, Freedom Day. Freedom Day. Freedom Day. Never reversible. Freedom Day. Yeah. Yeah. Irreversible freedom Day. Of freedom Day was the ah, I'd forgotten that there was Freedom Day, which was the end of any form of restriction. We were never going to have any restrictions again. And then, then, then I forgot about that. Oh, I'm getting yeah. my booster tomorrow. Forgotten Freedom Day. When was Freedom Day? I bet it was really recent. July? Like middle of July? Mm hmm. Then just search Freedom Day, the top result is England's Freedom Day marred by soaring cases and isolation. <laughs> wow, that was... I wonder I wonder how many there was on Freedom Day. How many cases there were on Freedom Day? Oh, not that many. Oh, 50,000 Second option, it's day. Freedom Day in the UK, but COVID is not over. UK <laughs> defies dire freedom what was day. The day. What Jesus was the day? Christ. It was July 19th. There were 50,000 cases, so half as many as now. Oh, yeah, because in June, it, it, at, like, the start of June, it was, like, 3,000 cases. It was, like, relatively low. And then yeah. then when it got to July, it was spiking massively. Yeah. Oh, and that's when we had our Freedom Day, and then we got all that freedom. Yay, freedom. Everyone likes freedom. Oh, I love and freedom. And then uh, since that Freedom Day came in, we've just we've done nothing. Uh, we've done no no one's I didn't feel oh, that no, it depends where you are. Like there's been restrictions like in I think some of the devolved parts of the UK have had some restrictions. I think Wales has had some stuff. 
Yeah, Wales is like fucking. They got barbed wire around it now. You can't get in. Freedom Day and for London, England. London ju- and London's declared major instant, but I'm not 100 percent sure what that means. <laughs> it doesn't seem to mean anything. It's just a, it's just like an alarm you turn on, and, but no one <laughs> That's actually. That's Michael Scott walking into the room, going, "I declare bankruptcy." <laughs> Pretty much, major instant in London just seems to be like putting a little, uh, you know, siren on top of the London Town Hall, but no one actually comes to the siren. Nothing happens. You've got. <laughs> You got Sadiq Khan like kicks the door and it's like, we have to declare a major emergency. And then Crichton goes, are you sure, sir? That does mean changing the bulb. Yes, pretty much that. <laughs> it doesn't appear to mean anything. It's just a thing you say. But as far as you can tell, nothing happens as a result of major incidents A lot of them are just, just meant to be like this. Oh, it... Oh, it's uh, it's, the, it's, it's them going to everyone. Oh, this is, this is very, very serious. We must do something about this. Do you we want the boring well, answer or actually what it means? Oh, yeah. yes, I do. I want the, bore, I want the really boring answer. It lets them access emergency funds. Oh, there's a tiny bit yeah. of extra funding. Wait, wasn't that I because believe. the fucking TFL ran out of money? I don't know. TFL ran out of money. I think that's why. Well, could you imagine if you declared a state of emergency just because TFL ran out of money, not because of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Emergency! Emergency! I can't get on a train. In London, I'll have to walk and it's miles. Oh, my no God. Can you, ima- no Could you imagine having to wait three minutes for your next train instead of four? I mean, God, absolutely. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I just can't imagine. Uh, that's less time. You just, but. I meant to say you four imagine having in... to wait three minutes instead of four? Okay, I meant to say four instead of three, but you got the joke. You probably <laughs> did. <laughs> I went with it. I assume you don't know what numbers are. That's why you run my business. <laughs> oh, 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 here we are, Mr. Fucking. I don't like to, to look at banks, man. Fuck off. I don't like to look at <laughs> banks. Meanwhile, in the, the TFO control room, three trains, three, three train every three minutes is not enough. I demand trains every four minutes. Yay! <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. Four is a Why big don't, right? Three, after all. Why don't they just. Our trains must like go forwards, wheel. not upwards. Upwards, not forwards. Trains like a ferry. Twirling. 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 Towards Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, no, have trains like a, uh, like a, a Ferris wheel where you get on, but it's always going. And it like stops at certain things, but it's like one long one, just one train that goes all the way around the circle line. And just goes and just goes and you get on it and then it starts. I don't know if the, uh, I feel like the that's going to cause more problems yeah. than it saves with people falling over and also occasionally falling under it and dying. I'm pretty sure Tom all, Scott has almost... done videos on rotating prisons and like rotating fucking elevators and how that no oh, one fucking no. used them because they kept cutting people's arms off. I went to the University of prison. Where got rotating one of those. prisons. Yeah. You mean like, like a panopticon? No, I'm not a prisoner. As he know. said, isn't style. that the leader of the Transformers? No, panopticons are really cool. It's a, it's a, it's a principle for... Well, okay, it's not. It's a nightmare. But it's a principle for making a prison where you make every single cell visible from one point. So, it, like, like, you know, they're round... It's all kind of like, you know, a big round thing. But then, you obviously, oh. you make the single guard tower with, like, frosted one-way glass. So, any... So... Every prisoner knows why, they could why be Why would the glass, glass be frosted? Or like they one way, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it, it is. Like the, stupid fucking the point idea. is the prisoners don't know whether the guard's looking at them or not, but the guard could, in theory, always be looking at everybody. The video is called yeah. Rotary Jails and Accidentally Amputations, which, if anything, is a very good summary of the story. <laughs> mm. Isn't that also the summary of the film Cube? What the fuck is Cube? No, no one's seen it. You haven't seen the film Cube? It's a it's a horror film about a bunch of people who wake up in a cube, and if they Why go into it, there's like a horror film. You hate horror. I do. I didn't know it was a horror film, but I sat down to watch it, and then I it's think got Cube's really a horror film. I think like I think that's film. I think it's kind of different. 
People get like sliced to bits. I don't like but that. But psychological horror is different from horror. Well, no, because they climb into the different cubes. Because each face of the cube has got different cubes and shit in it, and it's all they've all got different traps, and the cubes rotate, and they've got to escape from like the inside of a giant out? Rubik's cube. Ages ago, there's like a few of them, I think. I mean, I searched cube. I mean, and the only thing that comes off is called Mulk Twenty Eighteen Movie. One family member trying to help it. a family who are trapped in a dark controversy. Like, what? And also the cube. That's, that's a different cube. Field. That's an unrelated cube. No, that's the same cube. They just <laughs> that was one of the traps. That, the re- yeah, the remake took like some real cube. creative liberties. <laughs> <laughs> a game show based on the hit horror film. Here's Philip Schofield. Ah! Well, that's pretty much Jigsaw. That's the entire Jigsaw franchise. Yeah, I like the. <laughs> Wait, do you think that the. The Saw franchise was based oh. off of just the concept of jigsaws. Oh, it is why you watch it, because it's all fucking Esri Dax. It's got... And David Hewitt as well, from Stag Atlantis. Sorry, oh, I just got myself it, confused, because of... the most recent one was called Jigsaw, but the ones before were all Saw, so I got myself confused yeah. for a second, sorry. It's all right. Because they, they, they made a Saw spin-off called Jigsaw. Yeah. And the whole the franchise started getting spiral, confusing. Isn't it? Huh? This new one's called Spiral. Yeah, I don't know whether they like lost. Did someone just like start squatting on the website saw.com <laughs> so they just had to come up with a new name? <laughs> the uh, next one will be called uh, Twirling, Twirling, Twirling. Daniel, Daniel, she's done. She did a Christmas movie in 2011 called Christmas Town. <gasps> Christmas Town. We'll watch that. It'll be fun. Yeah. We'll do a group watch along, and we'll watch. I don't want to watch Christmas Town. Christmas Town, starring Esri Dax <laughs> well, and your enthusiasm for that waned. That's like a world record for waning enthusiasm <laughs> for a film. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this Christmas. Actually, oh, no. I'll tell you the fastest that my enthusiasm has ever waned. It was during the Game Awards, which have happened in the past month, when, when? they showed off that Star Wars trailer. And this like really beautiful CGI Star Wars trailer <laughs> happened. It looks like a bit dark and a bit spooky, etc. David the Cage. Ends. David Cage. <laughs> it just says Quantic Dream, and you go. Oh. I saw someone made a little compilation of streamers being disappointed when Quantic Dream appeared. <laughs> and there was literally there's like a two minute compilation of all streamers who were live streaming the awards. But like, oh, it looks really cool. That's brand new IP in Star Wars. It's really exciting. Oh, <laughs> so like, I might just, be on there. So many people's streaming. response was that. There's like a compilation of like I think it's like ten different streamers who were live streaming, um, all of whom the moment they that. saw Quadrivium, like, oh shit. Because <laughs> okay, but the, uh, the fun the fun thing about that is if it comes out on Steam, that means that no matter how long it is, you'll be able to play all the bits of it that are good and still get it refunded. <laughs> every Quantic Dream game is saying, which is normally the first three or four scenes are actually quite interesting and fun, and then it just cocky goes off the fucking rails yeah. somewhere like a few hours in. So just play the first two hours, then refund it. Uh, yeah, but it's what? not a fun way. That's the problem with Quantic Dream. They don't go off the rails in a fun way. They go off the rails in a stupid, unfun way. Mm. It's it, it's just like oh you're a girl with a ghost friend. No, I'm what like, if? All right, go with go friend. No, also, what, she's in the wall. What if right the whole the, the whole game it's like starting and then it turns out when it starts going off the rails it's actually about Jar Jar Binks who is now depressed. Ah, right? let, let him down. He's got for a horrible it. family yeah. life and his mother's also <laughs> a ghost. He was he was bullied at school. He opens his locket, says Jar Jar stinks, and he's like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> wow, <laughs> ah, he's a fast one, isn't he? <laughs> 
<laughs> I tell you what, if like there was a Telltale style game where you just walk around as Char Char and it's incredibly depressing life and his life just gets worse and worse over five episodes, I am in. We are getting I am 100% in game. for the depressing grounded adventures of Jar Jar. Yeah. I mean, we, we that, that Chronic Dream game is estimated to be about three or four years away, so there's no real rush on caring about it. Oh, yeah, but fucking... Or not caring about it. Fucking Molyneux's new game is fucking 70 years away. It's got no gameplay trailer. Oh, I'm going to get my favourite quote. Oh, oh, John, John, have you heard the new Molyneux quote? With, about the fucking NFT game he's making. Yes. He's made 40 well, yeah, million was... off that already, John. 40 million. I'm aware. I, I tweeted about it and I got a thousand retweets. <laughs> did, I did the numbers, as the kids say. Is that what the kids say? Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. I, I just want to read, because he did an interview about it. So if you don't know, Peter Molyneux, who made um, A Small Boy Trapped in a Connect and some bad promises with Goddess, and a sequel to Goddess that wasn't a sequel and was even worse. If, uh, you're, young, if you're young as Matt, by the way, this man, about 10... It's been 10 years since he made anything that was okay, and 15 years since he made anything that was okay and original. <laughs> and, I, think the, I mean... I think the movies is the last game he's been involved with that is both good and actually an interesting original idea. That was about 2006. I like Fable 3. No, uh, yeah, but that's a, that, it's, it's, a, it's a decent <laughs> game, but it's not an original game because it's just that's more Fable. That's just why I say 10 years since a good game, 15 since a good original one. I think, that, I think that's how I think of Molyneux. Fable 3 is a little older. But yeah, because Molyneux was a fucking pioneer. Let's just fucking throw that at them. Molyneux, if Molyneux had just like stopped talking about the time Fable was coming out and then stopped making games after the first few Fables. Why? Like, I think that he'd be revered as, like, one of those amazing, wonderful Why games. Why are most visionaries just... cunts? Um, because there's a lot of egotisticalness in believing that the way you're doing something which is different is, like, good. But the problem is you don't want to become somebody who starts believing that their farts don't stink. Like, because if you just make banger after banger after banger, double meaning on fart and good thing... <laughs> then you've got like you know you start to believe your own hype. It Sometimes doesn't always, it doesn't always to happen. Make something shit. Doesn't always happen. Josh Sawyer is remarkably well grounded. Who's it, Josh Sawyer? He is what? the guy who made New Vegas. He was oh. he was he was the lead designer on New Vegas. And John, that's because he made a shit game. No, wait, wait, no. So here's the thing: he directed <laughs> New Vegas, and then after New Vegas, he didn't like what a lot of how the game was done. So then he made a massive mod pack that made it even more like he wanted it. And it's and it's 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 really good. It's it was taken an already amazing game and made it even more amazing. Oh, I'm damn uh, And he's not, you know, barely. Then he was doing Pillars of that's Eternity not, that's been very that's well not, regarded. That's and not original. He's, he's still he's still very sensible. No, he's right. still got very level headed. He still seems no, to be no a decent to that. That's not an idea. He just made like a little expansion pack for Fallout Three. Okay, what about? There's nothing. What bigger about, excitement um, new there? Like Peter Molyneux is like one of those people who invented new genres and shit. Uh-huh. Who did Rock and Tycoon? Chris Sawyer. Yeah. Yep, that's Chris Sawyer. He's good. Chris Sawyer did Rollercoaster Tycoon and then was like... He just sort of disappeared. This. Yeah. Yeah. He just well, he made the... That's why the mobile phone port is so good because he made it. He directly made that mobile did, phone did he, did port. It wasn't like the original where he just he just wrote it out in assembly line by Basically, line. Basically, yeah. I think he wrote it in C this time. Just flat, like fucking just C. Because it was yeah, it was it was assembly, wasn't it? The original Roller Coaster Tycoon two. He just wrote himself one oh, man in assembly. So insane. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and it, the reason why he wrote it in assembly is because it's a game that came out in like fucking the nineteen nineties, and you could have 
thousands of guests in your park with individual AI about where they were going and shit with yep. no slowdown. And it still and, and it still looks and runs beautifully today. Still one and two runs absolutely fine. Yeah, yep. it's a beautiful, wonderful game. It's one of the best games ever made. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Molyneux is on that sort of. I mean, he just did great shit. And then he started to go like, games are actually this evolution. And he's like, I'm making Milo, who's a friend in a connect. And he's like, no, what are you I don't, doing? I don't like my keeping my friends trapped in a box and turning them I, off uh, when I'm done with them. I, I, I don't like turning my friends boy. off when I'm done. There's a, there's a quote here. No, don't Chris read the quote. Sawyer. I read the quote. I, oh, Chris Sawyer. Yeah, you can read the Chris Sawyer quote. What's Chris Sawyer say? He described himself in an interview as narrow-minded, self-motivated, obsessed with details, sometimes stubborn, often persistent, and usually playful. Which, which, <laughs> sounds like the shittest Tinder profile I've ever seen. <laughs> I just I appreciate the self-awareness. <laughs> you know, I enjoy yeah. that. I mean, like another one, a good example would be Will Wright, who gave us, you know, SimCity, The Sims, Spore, and that was kind of it. Um, I love Spore. I know it gets a bad rap for its later phase, but I do really love Spore. I think it's a wonderful creation. I absolutely do it. But the problem is, these guys all stopped. <laughs> they all stopped. And if they come back and do something now, they'll have a lot of thought behind it. Wait. Peter Molyneux was kind of like, no, I'm video game god. And then he was like, here's a cube that you can tap, and the winner gets to be god. Honestly? And then he... Kojima feels like the new fucking Molyneux. No, I don't think so. Because Kojima's like, I wanted to make this very specific game that's super niche. Why are you all getting excited about it? Okay, I've made the game and I'm really happy with it. No one likes it. Yeah, no shit. I made this game for me. Yeah, but in I've fact, heard this, I've heard this, way about, this way about Swery. Swery is in the same way as well, yeah. Swery's Swery. like, what? I wanted to make this game. Who gives a shit if any and other Swery person just keeps wants making shit, whatever he... Just, Swery just makes whatever the fuck he wants to make. And, yeah. he, just, and he just doesn't give a shit. And sometimes yeah. it's... And it is absolutely hit or miss with him. I did not enjoy Deadly Premonition 2, but I loved The Good Life. What? The Tom and Barbara? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, you twat. The photography game. It's really good. Have you, have you, have you, has any, have you played it? No, I have played no. a brief moment of Deadly Premonition 2, which is a game that I can only describe as running at about two frames per it second. It is genuinely painful to play outside. Like, it, it, like, it hurts. It hurts your eyes to it's look at it go. It's, it's genuinely awful. hideous game I've seen in a long time. It's, it's actually... It's almost... It's incredible. It's one of those games where you look and think, how did they release this? How on earth did they not pull the plug and just say, we have to delay this game? Yeah. It's incredible that it, uh, presumably a line of people gave the approval to push the release this into the world where people can pay money for it button. That <laughs> yeah. it, The state I it mean, released it. It is incredible. I mean, that's happened. I mean, fucking, it literally happens several times a year now. Most notably recently with fucking GTA. And then fucking, what's the one that released like last month? It wasn't GTA. At least in a horrible I don't know. Uh, Several games that weren't GTA released last month. It was no, November, no, which is quite a busy month. It famously released in a really horrible state. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VII on PC. That wasn't, that wasn't thinking, that horrible. It? it wasn't great, what? but it wasn't horrible. No, Final Fantasy VII, the, what, the one that's just come out like a, it, a day into, or something Interchange, ago. Intergrade, something. Yeah, I'm seeing nothing but like it does not run on a 3090 uh, 1080p. It is laggy, bro. Like, uh, I, I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I don't think it's Deadly Premonition 2 levels of broken. Well, a Digital Foundry called it one of the, the worst AAA game they've seen in years and years. Oh, fair enough. Actually, if we're yeah, going to talk about it, I, 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 I hadn't know. played it. I just saw some footage. It didn't look that bad to me. Maybe John, someone was having a good a good luck. John, have you? Yeah. First of all, John, do you own a PS5? 
No, I still haven't. I still haven't okay, okay. Well, I was, I was or going, an Xbox Series X. Okay, or I wanted to ask so you about the, the Matrix, the, the Matrix thing, the Matrix little. Thing oh we got. shit! That Matrix demo is so good. Oh, you've seen, I've seen, I've seen some footage from it. I've not played it myself. It is unbelievable. That tech demo is like one of the most hype things I've ever seen in my entire life. It is very exciting because you turn it on and you're like, oh, it's just doing a little thing. Oh, we get a little shooty section, and then it goes, it shows you the city, and you can turn things on and off. I'm like, this is a nice little cap, and then it's like, oh, by the way, here's an open world city. It's the biggest city ever made for a video game. Bye. No, what's, what, what's wild to me at the start as well is is when it's it's showing like footage that we both thought was from the Matrix, but it isn't. It's all done yeah, in it's engine not. life. It's not even a pre-render. Which it's is... just... Yeah, it's and running on a like just a PS5. Yeah, and which is which it is, is exciting to see what what dev teams do with that is, technology. But this is what's so frustrating. Fifty people. That was all that made that entire thing was fifty people. But this is what's so yeah. frustrating about stuff like the GTA trilogy and, and Final Fantasy is like like how do you take something that could run easily twenty years ago on a PS1 and make it run worse? We can do. I we, think I could render a movie in real time on my phone. Like. I feel like it's because they don't give a fuck well, about yeah, anything but money. It's why games have NFTs. And speaking of NFTs, Peter Molyneux. The full, I want to talk about Peter Molyneux because okay. we're on the topic of it. Because the rut started to set in about Fable. Because he was like, in this game, you could plant a tree and it'll grow in real time and shit like that. And he just started saying shit. Yeah. And it never really stopped. If we loaded up Fable now and you had a save file from when it first came out, your tree would still just be like, you know, a mid-sized sapling. I don't think you could plant fucking trees in Fable. I don't think you could, no. <laughs> And then, I think that like, one of the one of the kind of the most famous features he talked about in Fable never made it into the game. Yeah, it's just this list of things he says is going to be in it. Like Fable Three, I think is just a really fun game. If you want just a, a really English RPG where every voice is voiced by a British comedian, yes. it's just a lovely little world to fall into. It's hideously broken. Like, because the final bit of it is, spoiler warning, you become king of the whole fucking world. No, no, and... no, you don't. You become landlord of the whole world. Yeah, but you beca- you, you then could buy all the, <laughs> the houses The game basically says, if you want to save the world, the only way to do it is rent. Rent, And then rent, it gives you rent. moral choices based on spending money. So the more money you spend, like, you either spend lots of money for the good thing or don't spend money for the bad option. But the thing is, the rent is checked in real time and the game's like, because you've got a deadline before some big thing invades. But the deadline is based on you completing story missions. So if you just leave the game overnight, you end up with infinite money. Yes, give me And the whole end of the game just falls apart. Yeah. And it jumps forward randomly as well. So at one point, it literally the last one, it jumps forward like 120 days of the year. And it's like, okay, the bad guy's here now. And you're like, wait, shit. I'm not ready. <laughs> shit, send around the rent collector's. Pay your fucking rent, you peasants. It's a cute game. You can like you can chat to everybody and marry anybody, and there's stuff in there that's kind of like yeah, it's yeah. But there's also no one worth marrying because no uh, one's got any depth or personality. Not true. I just marry the people with the funniest lines every time I play it. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are like real, just like proper cockneys, and I'm like, yeah. I also enjoy walking to people and farting at them, and anyone who responds positively, think you know what that person's keeper. Marry that person. Same <laughs> <laughs> bit, Claire, wasn't it? Anyway, anyone who, who responds to me <laughs> farting at them is like, oh, well done. Clap, clap, clap. You know what? You've seen... That's that's fab. You know what? You, me and you. That's me the and you're going to be that's great. It. It's going to be great. Yeah, it captured that middle-agey, you know, the, not middle-age, the industrial era feel completely well. Uh, but that was fine. But then Pete Molly, you started going like, right, I'm making it... I'm kickstarting a game. Because Double Fine kickstarted uh, Broken Age and made Broken Age. And then... Peter Molyneux was like, I could do that. I'm as good as Tim Schafer. He's not. And he went, I'm going to make 
the best real we're going back to real-time strategy which i did with populous which was like really popular and oh look at all the things we're gonna do in god and then goddess comes out and it is like an idle mobile phone level fucking piece of absolute shit and then there's like one patch and then he goes, okay, I'm going to release another one called Goddess Wars, which is more of a fighting one because there was no fighting in the previous version. Yeah. And then he abandoned that after one patch. Uh-huh. And then we just didn't speak about it again. And then they released something called The Trail, which was actually all right, but nobody's played it. So It was microtransaction up the arse mobile Yeah. Not on the PC version. There's no microtransaction in the PC version. Okay. I think there's the the mobile version. Yeah, the mobile version is awful. Yeah, okay. It's kind of a cute little experience-y sort of thing. But the thing is, like, when the only games you could really get access to were, like, sort of bigger games, because that's the only people making games because of the difficulty of making games, Mm -hmm. Peter Molyneux was important. Now, like, some cunt with the tiny computer in a basement can bash out fucking Undertale or Stardew Valley... You know, because they're talented. I'm not going to fucking knock them for that. But like, it's one, like, sort of one person just goes, yeah, fuck it, this. And just blows everything out the fucking water and changes the fucking landscape of gaming. Peter Molyneux isn't relevant anymore. Because also just, just, I've just found an article from, um, from 2015 uh, with the headline, Peter Molyneux interviews, it's over, I will not speak to the press again. It's like, <laughs> oh, we need to remind him of this. We need <laughs> well, to, every, every time this he tries is... to open his mouth, we need to hold up a sign with that on it. This is all building up to a quote from a very recent Peter Molyneux adver- uh, interview. Because... <laughs> So, so then he's, he announced this new game two years ago called like Legacy or something. And he was like, it's going to be an open world game where you can like set up businesses and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Peter, shut the fuck up. Um, and then he went dark on it and 22 Cans, which is his company now, shut down. And they did shut down, but they got rid of a lot of their staff and stuff. And they kind of went through a lot of uh, turmoil. They're still around because they're, they're, the they're the ones making the new one, Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're still around. But he, there was a big round of cuts and stuff because they didn't make any money from Goddess because it was terrible. And word of mouth spread. I think it's really lowly rated on Steam. Like it's oh, yeah. Possibly yeah, yeah. Lowly rated. yeah it must be overwhelmingly negative. Goddess and Goddess Wars, which is the replacement Goddess. Yeah, both of which were abandoned. It's almost impressive you managed yeah. to find a way to abandon a game twice. Reviews. <laughs> that that is the only in, like interesting thing he ever did with Goddess is he worked out how to abandon a game twice. Reviews mostly <laughs> negative. Twenty five percent of five thousand all time. Fucking hell! Of Goddess or Goddess Wars? That's Goddess. Let's have a look at Goddess check Goddess Wars, Wars as well. Uh, Goddess it should Wars. be just next. Oh, to it's it. also got a little uh, very negative. <laughs> 16%. Ooh. <laughs> that's quite negative. Yeah. That's then, quite negative. There's another game here as well. The Trail. Frontier Yeah, Challenge. that's the one. At least after that. That'd probably just be like mostly positive. That's I'd got say. mostly positive. Yeah. yeah it's alright. Mm-hmm. It's just a cute little thing. But he never talked about it. And that's the thing. Like, he kept his fucking beak shut for five minutes and made a decent game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just a little, it's a walking simulator and you kind of craft shit on the way, but it's kind of cute. It's got some nice little ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then he's coming with Legacy and he's yeah, gone like, I'm going to invent gotta, the We've got to cover off one thing before you get to Legacy though, which was the hilarious fallout of curiosity. Yeah, this is very cube heavy. <laughs> where where, the, where the, the entire the entire gimmick, though it was just a dumb experiment of, hey, click on a cube and whoever, but like the specific thing was, whoever gets, who actually is the last person that gets to the centre of the cube, the person who does the all-important click that settles it, um, we're going to like change that person's life forever, they're going to be God. And the person, the person, one person did do that, they did come forward, and they never saw any yet. They never saw anything. 
Well, they were supposed to get some of the money of the game they were as supposed, well. They were supposed to get a share of profits, but the game never made a profit. Yeah. So they never got anything. Wow. He's and according to one account, uh, yes, they flew him out to play Goddess early, um, and he got bored of it after he got bored of it before the, he was done with the um, the session that they'd given him to preview the game, which was not a good sign. <laughs> but I mean, so curiosity was you tap. You, there was a massive cube that everyone was tapping away on, and you could pay money to make your taps do more damage. And the first person to get to the middle wins, and everybody else has spent money on nothing. Yeah. And now he's made a game where you sell. He's selling plots of lands as NFTs. Yeah. To idiots. Yeah. I mean, one plot of land sold for nine hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Because people are you stupid. You can buy an actual mansion for that. <laughs> yeah. An actual real mansion. Yeah. But no one's actually buying this because they want it. Everyone's buying it because they're kind of hoping they can sell it later. So this is the weird yeah. thing but like, about NFTs. This is, is a dangerous. This is a dangerous gamble to take with a piece of more in your game. Every single person I've yeah. ever seen buying NFTs ever is always buying it with the intent of, oh, because I'll make more of it later. Not one single person seems to want them for what they are, which is not a sustainable industry, no. really, is it? Which yeah. will kill the game off. But the thing is... And right, it's been repeatedly the... revealed that when people have revealed, hey, I sold this at a huge profit, that they've actually sold it to themselves. They've <laughs> yeah. sold it to another account of their own to try and drum up interest. Yeah. They're actually very... A lot of people have bought them. Not many people are buying them. You know, the, the second market is not huge for these well, things. The, the thing is that this isn't something that needs NFTs. And you'll spot this... And because the gaming industry is kind of going, oh, NFTs. Like I said earlier, that this is kind of was the month for rollbacks. Stalker 2 announced, oh, we're going to sell NFTs of Stalker 2. And it's going to be, oh, you could have an NPC in the game and all this sort of shit. And then they kept going, no, we're definitely doing this. Stop being mad at us. No, we're doing this. And then they did a tweet saying, we're definitely doing this. Shut the fuck up. And then 30 minutes later, we're like, we've decided to reverse the decision and not have NFTs in Stalker 2. Because um, uh, people fucking hate NFTs. Because... They're not necessary. Like, none of this stuff is actually necessary to have an NFT for because stuff like Second Life exists where you just have this stuff on a database. Yeah. Because this NFT, this plot of land Daniel, the blockchain! The Ethereum blockchain will save us all from those... No, but the thing is, the whole point of it being on the blockchain is that it survives beyond the game. So if the game gets shut down, you still own that piece of land because you own that NFT. But here's the thing, right? You can't (laughs) play that fucking game anymore. You can't play that game. Mm. That game is gone. Some people kind of vaguely claim, oh yeah, if I buy an NFT, I'll be able to use it in like all my games going forward, which raises interesting questions as to which dev teams they think are going to spend resource to implement a different dev team's NFTs into their game. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, that's an interesting fucking argument that makes yeah. literally no sense because they're trying to reach for a reason of why it's NFTs and why it's not just server-based. Yeah, because there's, there's no why... reason all of these systems, you owning something in one game and bringing it into another game, you can already do that. You can do that already. I mean, <laughs> yeah, with a save file. Just... Maybe <laughs> a save file, like, you know, if you have a Steam account or, like, a you play account, where the fuck, and your account has, like, a little thing going, this person owns... You know, item one, and item one works in multiple games. Then that's how it will work. It doesn't need to be an NFT. Yeah, yeah. like if you, you Ubisoft if, could do what they're already talking about with their digit system right now. If you unlock yeah. something in game X and you're logging in with the same UPlay account, then just 
let that item be usable in game Y. Yeah. Just just but, using the Uplay account you've already got. Yeah. But they put it on the blockchain that, because they're, they're trying to attract the idiots who are buying into this stuff. Mm-hmm. There, was a, um, there was a discussion I saw from it. Oh, God. Ah. It's fine. Oh, it was a good discussion then. Everything's fine. Just keep a laptop. It's fine. Um, there was a good discussion <laughs> um, by a uh, sort of political YouTuber I watch. And he, and he was... He made the point in that all the stuff about blockchain and NFTs is in theory the whole point is about decentralization, right? However, yeah, yeah. everyone's engaging with all of these systems through a third party. Like, yes. it's not decentralized yeah. if you require the third party. If you have to go through like Coinbase or the Pay or what Pay app or whatever, any of these cash apps or whatever that are processing your fucking crypto, what's well, not decentralized? You're relying on that fucking company, and if you're buying NFTs that only work in fucking Ubisoft games, it doesn't make a difference that it's fucking in the fucking cloud, is it? Because it's still Ubisoft controlling the fucking thing. I mean, it's, it, they keep... Yeah, this decentralization thing's really interesting because they're like, it's decentralized, aha! And then someone steals, like, someone's pretend that they own art print of a monkey and they're like, no, help me, some sort of centralized thing. My apes, Odo. Like, My apes. There's there's no... I'm going to... There's literally... Pe- NFT people consider right-clicking and saving as piracy, which I think is amazing because fuck you, decentralized. <laughs> There's an intro- mm-hmm. but th- there is we- one discussion I've seen about cryptocurrency, specifically crypto, not NFT, can be good in certain countries where the currency is, be- you know, where the, the government is not controlling, the, like Nicaragua or something, where, you know, the currency is so devalued and the government is completely untrustworthy and it's good to have a decent... But that's, that's such an edge case. <laughs> oh, if, I, want, I, want, if- I want to read you an actual quote. Um, when I I um I, I at one point was talking about NFTs and and, and someone who's drunk a lot of fucking Kool Aid like Kool Aid <laughs> is coming out of their ears at this point um replied to me and I was talking specifically about Ubisoft NFTs a way to bear in mind <laughs> they and they said that they were shocked and appalled that I was against this. Because I was basically saying we're not going to have a collectively owned future, but a corporate owned future. Yeah. You this person swine. who was defending his right to buy Ubisoft <laughs> NFTs was saying that I was I was uh, I was arguing for a corporate owned future, but he wasn't. The person yeah. buying the Ubisoft, <laughs> these people have got their fucking heads where their asses are. Well, here's a, I've got a great, they've put their fucking brains in backwards. Here's a tweet from good old Stephen. Uh, oh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Totillo. Irwin. Stephen Totillo. The the what's his face? The guy who does um, he does video games. He used to work at Kotaku and stuff like that. Uh, he's he's talking about how the Ghost Recon NFT gun skins are now on crypto marketplaces. 2,000 skins were issued and he found 19 on sale. The asking prices ranged from $634 to $423,000. And the highest offer anyone is currently making on any of them is $21. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. It's... Yeah, the problem is whatever whatever happens here, somebody and it might you know maybe the people who got in really early are gonna make a profit and get out safe, whatever. But there's gonna be some seriously burnt bag holders at the end of this. Oh it's, god, it's, yeah, that's there's the gonna be there's gonna be a fuck ton of bag holders when this, this is done. It's the stock market, but completely unregulated, and we all know how that goes even when it is regulated. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, god, I'm, 
fuck, I mean, we're talking about NFTs and things. Steam already basically has that, right? The Steam item store where you're selling gun skins and cards yeah. is effectively that. You can transfer a lot of those between games. You have a full decentralized thing. You can sell them. You can make real money off mm -hmm. them. But that doesn't yeah. require NFTs. I, did. I always like how whenever whenever I call NFTs a scam, someone will always reply to me saying, "Well, actually, I'm in this space and I've made a lot of money." It's like, okay, mate, but one person making a lot of money doesn't mean it's not a scam. In fact, most scams do involve one person making a lot no, of money. The thing is, the yeah, it's, it's the other people that are the problem. These are the it's same still a scam. People. You're just not the victim. It's all the other people who lost the money that you're not mentioning. It's the other people whose money you currently yeah, have. Exactly, they were scammed. <laughs> The fact, the fact most like scams involve one person having a lot of money, that, that, that doesn't mean it's not the scam. They, they've started to advertise NFTs on the side of buses. Like, if you're <laughs> getting financial advice from the side of a bus, don't go in for that. They're looking it's, for the last few It's not just that. People. It's specifically the fact that somebody is paying put banners on the London Underground and buses money to promote their cryptocurrency. Now, yeah. who's doing that and why? Because someone just spent a lot of money to pump the value of something they presumably hold. So guess what they're going to do if the value does well, go up because so, you muggins all buy okay. it. It's just pyramid about schemes for it. dude bros. That's it, isn't it? It's a pyramid okay. scheme for a dude bro. So uh, the, the, two, the two main people, <laughs> the two main, I think, big tech people, tech bros who are tech crypto is going to be um, Jack Dorsey, Twitter's ex-CEO, who owns yep. Cash App and owns fuck tons of crypto and makes a huge, you know, is in, is hugely financially invested in it, getting yeah. worth more. And everyone's least favorite man, Elon Musk, who with a single tweet <laughs> can tank an entire cryptocurrency or cause it to spike massively. And everyone's like, yeah, this is a good investment, an investment that can be completely destroyed by a single tweet by one man child. Okay. It doesn't even need that. Wasn't it just like two days ago, or when you're hearing this, maybe a couple of weeks ago, depending on when you're listening, um, that one of the the one of the platforms just had all its values inflated by a trillion percent because it just went wrong. <laughs> no, it, so that was really interesting. Yeah, what I, happened I, I there? That I, I, saw the, I saw ridiculous numbers, but I wasn't 100 sure what the flip was Shit, going I on. What happened? Something. Yeah, some, some. Yeah, somebody basically pumped the value of their own little thing up. And it didn't, I can't remember, but it didn't shift. And it's because the markets are all crashing or the crypto markets are crashing yeah. at the moment. Or they weren't at least yesterday or the day before. Because somebody like did a, basically they went, hey, my thing's got this many coins and it's equivalent to this many Bitcoin. And that just drags the value of everything else down. And anyone could do that at any time for any reason. It's a regulate. No... <laughs> like... Yeah, like, that's no regulators. And like, and the second you add regulation, then it's pointless because it, we already have yeah. that system, but it just requires a lot less mm -hmm. energy. I mean, it is technically centrally regulated, just centrally regulated around whatever Elon Musk feels like tweeting about. I, I just find it hilarious that very often when people try and pretend it's all legitimate, it's not just a speculative bubble. They always say, oh, well, you know, I don't trust the banks. The banks are rigged and duh, 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 because of this, that. It's like... What you're suggesting as the replacement is wildly volatile. Yeah, like, objectively, it is wildly volatile. Did you see yeah, like what that's happened? Just a fact. Okay. In fact, part of the reason, if you have made money off it, that you've made money off it, is because it's so volatile. Do you remember yeah. months and months ago, right, when, like, Dogecoin was, like, being fucking overhyped by Elon Musk? And he was tweeting about it yeah. loads, and everyone was like, oh, Doge to the moon, blah, blah. And everyone was like, oh, he's going to go on SNL. It's going to go off. He went on SNL, and his sketch was so bad that it made the currency decrease. It, it lose half its value in, like, an hour. Mm. Because his comedy sketch on SNL was that bad that people lost <laughs> thousands. I'm like... Why would you put your faith in a currency that one man can 
tank by doing a bad comedy sketch on SNL. Mm. Yep. <laughs> At its absolute highest, uh, Dogecoin was worth almost 60 cents. Yeah. And it is now worth 16. Yeah. So if you put a lot of money into that, you've lost a lot of money and it doesn't look like... With, and there's the bank holders. With, Yay! with all of these cryptocurrencies, if you look at the big graphs, it's like, you know, if you'd have bought Bitcoin 10 years ago, yeah, you'd be a millionaire now. And it's the case of all of them. Yeah, if you yeah, would have you bought... You can say that for anything. Exactly. If I fucking walked into WH Smith 10 years ago and cleared them out of Pokemon cards, well, I'd be a millionaire right now. If I'd bought a winning lottery ticket after knowing what all the numbers yeah, were, I'd be exactly. a millionaire. That's the whole problem. There's any number of things which, had I done it 20 years ago, I'd be fucking rich right now. Right you know what? A lot of people have this idea of the buying cryptocurrency. And it's it's that idea of oh, if I buy five lottery tickets, then maybe like <laughs> it's that same sort of logic. But it's did I, I told you I told you about the the um I did fuck it. Never mind that. I told the story. Carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just, people are getting Thanks, into it everyone. so Thanks late. People are getting into it so late. But by the time that the that a lot of you know regular less inclined tech inclined people are getting into it well it's too fucking late all the people who made the money have already made the fucking money and all you're doing is giving them more money yep. yeah don't buy yeah. nfts yeah. please if anyone ever, if ever if anyone ever stands up and says hey i've made lots of money so you should all get in what they're basically saying is i've made quite a bit of money but i'd like you to put your money at risk where you might actually lose a lot of it so i can make a tiny bit more it's got the exact that's what they're saying it's got a very similar that's precisely logic precisely what they're saying people it's got the similar logic to people who go well i got covid and i'm fine <laughs> like well good for you like I'm gonna pass it on. And you to my you have nan. particularly strong feelings about that, Matt. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it? It's just this constant like, well, I did it and I've or it's these people like, you know, this is why I hate asking for tech advice on Twitter, because like I I, I go, I have this problem and some replies but going, Well, I don't I'm like great, good for you. Like you're Thank kind of the you. opposite of that guy, man. You're the person who, if you put your money into euros, the euro would crash the next day. <laughs> it would. God, it would. It would. You're, oh. You are the least luckiest. You're the like, unluckiest bastard in the world. I just looked at yeah. my kneecap last week. Did you? Well That's nice. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Peter Mullen used hockey NFTs now. So, no surprise there. But th there's a quote. Shit, I already did this because I want to read this quote that Peter Mullen actually said about himself because it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So he's selling these land in a fake world, just kind of like Second Life used to do, I suppose. But it's yeah. now Still an does. NFT, so it's on the blockchain. Except so... it's in a game that doesn't exist yet. There's no gameplay trailer or release date. Yeah, and if the game comes out and it's shit, no one's going to give a fuck and you've wasted a lot of money. But this is what Peter Molyneux had to say. This yeah. is Peter Molyneux on Peter Molyneux. But the problem with creativity, I always find, is that I am totally incompetent when it comes to drawing or painting or singing or writing music or gardening or almost anything. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> I love the fact that Peter Molyneux came out and went, yeah, the problem with creativity is I'm not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> That's kind of been your problem is you're like, you come up with an idea. It's like, what if it was a game where everybody could randomly turn into a badger? And they're like, well, we could code that. No, the people playing. you While you're playing it, you just turn into a badger. Make that happen. And they're like, what? And then he probably, he, he, like they turn around and he's like talking to fucking Kotaku being like, yeah, you're going to turn into a badger if you buy this game. So what you'd like, do no. is you'd have, you'd have you'd have to give the game access like permission to like a webcam, and then like when it happens, you just like you open up a little window that looks like it's like just projecting, it's recording what's in the room, but then it uses the technology to replace your face 
with yeah. a badger's face just to freak yeah. you the fuck out. That's the closest they'll be able to get to doing it. But that's, you that's what actually, they'll have to do, yeah. You haven't actually become a badger. And then like when someone's in promised. badger mode, it changes their, yeah. You I know have what? a question. This has got legs. Are, got Matthew, to be are, it's a badger. are amiibos technically NFT, NFTs? No. Why? Because they're not decentralized. You can just copy them and well, have the that's thing. That's not what... NFT doesn't necessarily have to be decentralized. That's an NFT the NFT is, is unique, though. An NFT is unique. There's yeah. the... If I mean, you have the NFT of, of Stan Lee's decaying scrotum, wherever they were hocking the other day, yeah. then you have the NFT. But if you've got, like, a snake amiibo, you can just... Yeah, but every chip. every snake. I'm, I'm straight have... up. I, I'm straight up not fond of the amiibos. I find them incredibly manipulative. Everything, but the thing, every it is a collection no. that has no end point where they can just keep adding more and more no, to this... it. And as someone who has worked in product management and marketing of collections, I'm aware that that is manipulative as fuck. No, but, and but, you are preying on people's addictive and collection completing okay, tendencies. Hear this out and about it is, Amiibos. It's dark right? shirts. Amiibos, technically, technically they're all the same, but no, they have tiny differences. There's going to be mild differences in the specific way they're painted. They might have small, you know, one's going to have slightly more atoms than the other. You know, they're technically all different. <laughs> and they can transfer between games. Than the other. This is the yeah, thing. You can... You can say that about anything. Exactly, which is why NFTs are pointless. This is the whole point in that NFT. If you collect Pokemon cards, you don't try and collect literally every single Pokemon card. Yeah, but that logic bread is an NFT because every loaf of bread's a bit different. This is the whole thing. This way, every time NFTs are shown, like, oh, great. Got a bread and a ball. Got a bread and a ball. NFTs. Absolutely. I'm going to get out the phone to Hovis right now. I'm going to sell them this idea. NFTs. sell bread NFTs. Jesus Christ. Honestly, if any bread um, company were going to get a bread NFTs, it would be Hovis. Yeah. Actually, no, it'd be it would one, be. Uh, would it be one? Which one were the ones that had the advert with George Clooney? I've never George seen Clooney, an advert I thought you did the coffee machines. You sure you're thinking of bread? The only bread advert I remember is this boy in Yorkshire cycling. Yeah, that's Hill. Hovis. That's Hovis. Yeah. But now that boy's you riding... Buy, a... You can buy a picture of that boy. No. We'll sell, what, you, his, what we'll sell you his bicycle. In, in 10 years, that they're going to remake that advert, but it's going to be in the metaverse, and the bike is going to be an NFT. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will swear to you right now, I know of an absolute certain that there have been several discussions inside companies like Tetley and PG Tips, like, do we want to do an NFT? Is that the thing we should do? <laughs> I swear to you, this conversation has happened in every tea company, and so far all of them decided no, but it has been discussed. I like my marketing sense fucking tingles that. I know that's true. I think NFTs are losing like companies' money long term though, because people are like, oh, they have NFTs, let's leave them be. And like you see a lot of people are just sort of pushing back on that. I think. But, oh, um, actually, on the sorry, on the topic of the metaverse, really fun fact: there's been loads of reports of people getting sexually harassed in the metaverse already. Right. Wait, the metaverse already exists. I thought it was still just being planned. No, no you can sort of you can go on the Facebook thing, can't you? Okay. You can do. I mean, I saw footage. I thought it was preview footage. I, I can't deny it. I want to make like two shit. points. Like, how on earth are we this far? How far are we this far into video games and Facebook fucking launches that ugly piece of shit? <laughs> Did you see Nick Clegg doing an interview about war crimes in the metaverse? It, no. Was he, a, was he a small animated chippy Nick Clay? No, he was, and he couldn't because he, he couldn't <laughs> travel because of course. So he's in there, and he keeps lifting the headset up because he because. And I quote from Nick Clegg, this headset's so unweirdly and I hate wearing it and I can't do my team with it. <laughs> so he has to pull this headset up every time. He's like, I'm not creating my head up, honest. And it looks so awkward. I did an interview about like, I can't remember what it's specifically about, but it's about war crimes. <laughs> he's 
<laughs> I have to find this footage. Oh, I have to find this footage. It was right so now. fucking weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, Shitting Ellie's you... in a. T- oh, fucking hell! He looks. Oh, God! No! Right, he looks like she's. Just, just like, you could just. You could just be a webcam! He looks like she's trying to fix his own neck during the interview. Two days ago. And he's wearing a linen shirt. He's dressed like how I imagine you would be, John. It's just, it's so awkward. I don't wear glasses. I know, but it's just, I, I just, I don't know what that adds over just being on the webcam. It, just looks, it looks like a terrifying <laughs> alien wearing a human skin suit because he just has to repeatedly adjust his neck. I want to point out. I love the, I love his hands in front of him wobbling. It looks like a fucking Thunderbird puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I have to check how many dislikes it has. Logic. Yeah, this looks good. This looks so shit next so, to so many video games. By the way, games. YouTube is still tracking dislikes and you can actually get plugins that re-enable their visuals, but they just disable them seeing them. Amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I've got that in, yeah. Well, how many dislikes does it have? Because I can't see. Oh, hang on. I've, I've I can see it's got, got very YouTube. few dislikes considering it has quite a lot of views. Uh, Nick Clegg. First interview in the metaverse. I forgot the word. Metaverse. There it is. Such a boring name. Such a boring name. Uh, it is currently sitting... Oh, just 79 dislikes to 183 likes. Ah, drap. Um, but a lot of people are basically saying it's really hilarious. Actually, yeah. I wonder how many dislikes the YouTube dislike update video has got. <laughs> I'm going to search YouTube on YouTube. Hmm. Let's see if that video is still what up. They have done a... Oh, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did a video on it, didn't they? Um, I don't remember a video. I actually thought I thought it was an email. I swear it was linked to a video. Um, Update to YouTube dislike count. I found it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, YouTube creators. Uh, it... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seven thousand likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To four hundred ninety five thousand dislikes. It's That's like not the, the worst ratio that's existed in it's YouTube pretty history. Bad, I mean, not. It little, is bad. The 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 little bar at the bottom is like four pixels of positivity. <laughs> so it's only got three million views. So that means one out of every six people that watch this video disliked it. <laughs> that is an incredible dislike uh. ratio to view count. Beautiful. Absolute fucking idiots. That is a terrible fucking idea, by the way. Let's just, as YouTubers, let's talk about that fucking catastrophe. Apparently it was yeah. to stop harassment. Um, but like, I'm like, that doesn't... It's, it's had, it, yeah, the, the benefits are incredibly <laughs> modest and the uh, the drawbacks are huge. Because it makes it hard yeah. for a viewer to look at a video. Because if, if a video's got loads of dislikes, you as a viewer go, why? What's wrong with it? And it, it's, it's this big, yeah. it's a big representation. False information, out of date stuff. Like if I'm looking up a tutorial on how to like, you know, take apart a fucking Hoover or some yeah. shit, it'll be on YouTube. If it's got loads of dislikes, that means it's... A, Terrible tutorial. I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'll find a different one. Yep. It's a really useful tool and going, oh, it's going to get rid of harassment. That's just like, no. That's not getting rid of harassment. You're doing that just because you're probably bringing back fucking YouTube Rewind and you want to survive it. Yeah, but do you want to know the nerd reason? Nerd reason, go. Uh, YouTube hates uh, people who bounce off videos. Because a person who watches a video and then bounces straight off, they want they want watch minutes and they want average view times. To be yeah. good, they want engagement. Fuck you. So if you come to a video and there's something that's visible on screen straight away, it's ah. going to make you say, "Oh no, fuck that." They, 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 they don't like that. 
Yeah, they want point. you to. They want you to get engaged in that video and watch the whole thing. Look, over extra Camille. fun fact that that is why we had the mystery videos on our channels because it meant you kept watching YouTube. So our videos got pushed a lot higher because you were suddenly watching something on a completely different topic, always dipping into different topics, and that pushed our videos fucking to the stratosphere. Because if you watch one of my videos, then afterwards you're watching something completely different. So. It always it had such a high click through rate and also was going to completely different places that the algorithm didn't really wasn't able to cope with the concept of the mystery video. I wonder and how it pushed us. Now. That's why I was I was on the front page all the fucking time could, because of the mystery video. You videos. can actually do that now again. Um with yeah, the end, but, modern end screens. Uh, and I'm cur- I'm I'm curious to how the back end would even handle that sort of same thing now. It's all view based now. It's not like sort of it used to be sort of proportionate to your views, but now it's actually just solid dense views. Watch it's time. not just views. What they they do seem to like watch time. time a lot more than views. They love watch time. Sorry, yeah, watch time all this. This is why John's time. YouTube channel fucking makes seventy billion pounds and ours makes three p. Like like exactly because all my videos are two weeks long. Yeah, you know. so yeah, two week long videos and you put one out every day and we put out like you know one five minute video a week. <laughs> Yeah, we, we put the effort in uh, to edit it down, so it's, you know, we don't Oh have my god, the... you have no idea. John records for like four hours for an hour long video. That's a. <laughs> I, I, I hack them down more than I used to, though, and like it does. Like, you've got to pick the sweet spots. If something's too long, some people look at it and go, I don't want to watch that. So shorter gets more people in, but longer YouTube likes it more. So it's really difficult. And I think the sweet spot's somewhere like 40 to 50 minutes. Here's the I annoying... think the sweet spot is 15 minutes and fuck YouTube. Okay, you want That's to know what the... I have to say. No, you want to know the annoying thing which sort of disproves all of this? Uh, the most viewed video on the NerdCube channel since the logo change, what, like five years ago, was the fucking desert, eight-hour Desert Bus video we did. <laughs> so, oh, but yeah. that's because people re-watch it over and over again and have it on loops and shit. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> no, what's wrong with those sort of people? <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I mean, we did. I did look at the watch time for it, and the, 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 the graph is very interesting. Where, like, oh, I just saw that. Yeah, you sent it to me. It's wild. Yeah, it spikes at the That's start, the middle, and the end, and the rest is quite low. Because people click to the middle. To I mean, like, are views counted weirdly if people skip? Like, if they skip forward, does that count as a different view? No, it counts as a view. Could that just, be it? No, it is counting the views correctly. It's just got probably relatively low watch time. Watch mm. percentage or whatever the fuck. Ah, oh, man. If yeah. you're, in, you're the analytics boy. <laughs> you sent me the data, and I was confused. I was very confused by it. Yeah. Like, it, it's really weird. Uh, I, I could not reasonably explain it. Yeah. People are strange. Mm. You People listening strange. to this right now, you're the... You're, there's going to be lots you're of comments like, ones, I've yeah. re-listened to Desert Boss 17 times. Look, I spent a lot of time thinking about analytics. I'm just still... I'm still fuming right now that fucking up is not jump is squatting on my Fallout <laughs> organic search results. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, fucking Fallout uh, 3 I, video. Get I the just... fuck off my lawn. No, his Fallout 3 video got age-gated, so it's going to plummet, mate. Oh, we live at home. Can I just I, say... I, I think that was so harsh to him. They, I watched that whole thing through. I don't think there's anything in that. I think, no, oh, no, yeah, John, that, John, that John, deserves age-gated. We, we had a We Are Fish video age-gated because the word... Was it ass was in the in the in the description? The word ass, ass was in the description, and they yeah. educated it because of that. Yeah, ridiculous. But also, I want to make a brief point to everyone here. I am very much on uh, the side of uh, good old H bomb and up is not jump on the Fallout Three discussion. Uh, John, uh, you, I'm should, sorry. you should watch that video because he actually comes really positive on Fallout Three. Uh, I, I want to also it's say it's called as an absolute nightmare because that's what the series is he called. He complained about actually... it the entire video. Huh? He complained about I Fallout just want, 
Yes, no. I just want to no, say... The, the final third where he's wrapping up <laughs> talks about how a lot of it's good. Yeah, it doesn't mean I, I, it. I watched half of that video when it came out and I had to I, I had to go do shit. So I saved it and I've come back to it, but I can't watch anymore because my age isn't verified on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aww. For some reason, you and Rebecca are being required asked to provide like government-issued ID to YouTube to prove you're an adult. Yeah, I can't actually watch any 18-rated videos on YouTube or any adult-rated videos Weirdly, on YouTube. Weirdly, I've anymore. never had to do that. I don't know why. It's because they're rolling it out to people. It's yeah. it's being rolled out slowly, but you need to submit proper ID to YouTube to be able. To I love watch that. It's great. Adult isn't it? videos that that a video can be. Oh, uh, the uh, the Iron Fish video got age graded because the ass in the title and the sorry in the subtitle. Yeah. So I um removed it. Then I appealed just, and then they went no no we've denied the appeal. So I re-uploaded the video identically without ass in the subtitle in the in the description and it's fine. Yeah. So they'll age gate a video for literally nothing, then deny the appeal and then require that anyone watching while watches that has to provide them with an id which is ridiculous and scandalous yeah i mean the real real fun thing is though is that they have been paying me a wage uh they've been paying me money because i own you know a channel that makes money and they've been paying me that money for over a decade when i last when i confirmed that i was old enough for them to pay me yeah and so they've been yeah. paying me money point, yes. that's a good, good point. point for so long that I don't understand why they can't just verify me from that. Yeah. It's it like in general like... that right now, because of because of all of us twats just yelling at each other about Fallout 3, at this point, the top three videos of Fallout 3 are all just opinion video essays. <laughs> There's no actual gameplay footage anymore. Ah, can we just take your pick? You just have to take your pick whether yeah. it's an absolute nightmare, better than you think, or garbage. Those are your three options we now. Need, no, can we need to make a Fallout 3 is okay video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week of Fallout 3 is alright, I guess. <laughs> Fallout 3, meh, like, I don't know. Do you Matt, do you reckon there's any game that we're at the top of YouTube for? If just, you search just the game names, I we'll think be just us. I, I, like I think just called some of the old classic cause. ones. Just cause three or four. Honestly, I two. think two, three, and four, you'd probably hire one of them. Two? Oh, no. yeah, I'm, no, I'm highest on number two. Uh, I'm not on number three. I'm in third place. There's a really hideous one <laughs> from a month ago. You're not on four. You're not even close to is four. Really yeah, probably well, is down is that really hideous yeah. from a month ago? It's called I Destroyed the Just Cause 300% World Record. Uh, yeah. I've watched that. I don't it's really actually quite impressive as a, as a speed run. Oh, uh, I don't... Um, I don't... And if it's got a caps lock in the title, I don't... That is completely it. fair. Oh, yeah, and Just Cause 4 was <laughs> further down. It's the quick that's the highest one, interestingly. So, just Cause 2, great. Well, um, there's got to be something else. There's got to be some other things. It's a lot of videos over the past decade. <laughs> I've got a lot to go on. Come on, there's got to be something that's fucking... Oh, what I'm about? just no. going through like your highest viewed videos and seeing if any of it's floating around. Surgeon Simulator, no. Um, no, Surgeon Simulator's too big. It needs to be something that's big, but also... Semi Desert Bus? Oh, Desert Bus yeah, video for well, Desert Bus? Maybe, Let's try that. Desert Bus VR, maybe. Oh, the top search for desert bus is us. Sweet. Wee. Take that pen and teller. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, you're only number three on Driver San Francisco. I was hopeful on that. That's five. I'm number views. one for ruthless.com, but if you Google ruthless.com, I'm number one. <laughs> so what about like flight simulator? Flight simulator X or flight simulator? Well, maybe not new. I tried that. X. Not even close. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be. OMC. You're fourth on OMC. Uh, not on note fourth. Oh, BMG. 
this is quite fun. <laughs> Crash Tastic, yeah, we're number one at Crash Tastic. My dad's fourth on Crash Tastic. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. Ah, you're close to Clever Bob, but not quite. Omegalodon? Not quite Clever Bob. Probably Omegalodon. Omegalodon. No! Oh, oh Jack Septic either. Uh, Fuck. Okay, what about Bully? I remember when he only no, had. Well, actually, I'm, no, I'm, I'm scrolling through the top videos. There, and he's relatively new. The monetization for the first Bully place is limited, and I can't remember why. <laughs> why? 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 What? <laughs> why? Oh, hang on. Oh. It doesn't even matter if the monetization is limited, because, like. We have all the ads up anyway, and they all make YouTube red rev. Ah, uh, not even now. Rollercoaster Tycoon 3, number 3. Oh, I was just literally typing in Rollercoaster Tycoon Aerofly. 3. No, I was thinking that seemed like that seemed like a good one, because that might flow straight into part 2, which YouTube seems to like if there's another part to push people straight into. But, no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be... Maybe Aerofly. Uh, Kerbal might be high for some of them, but, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, well, it also depends on like how how useful the search term is. Like being number one on a search term that's got no traffic is not so important. No. Yeah. Being high up on a search term gets fucked out of traffic is just keeps you alive. It's also definitely not something we really think about. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> yeah, none of this. It's just fun to have a look at it. Like, it's just like I, literally, I just got the um, I just got the um, YouTube sending that little email. It's like, how was your twenty twenty one? Oh my um, god, those email fucking work, emails. Like, Every time we get those, it goes, well, My one obviously, like, it said, oh, what was, here's your top porn video of 2021. Fallout 3 is better than you think. Came out three years ago. Consistently the top video in views every single year. Did we get one of those? Uh, they're going out in waves, but I do get one every month. And my favourite thing is every time it says, new subscribers this month, zero. Because <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> it's better than it, saying minus. No, that's the thing though, because clearly, the way they get that number, I would assume it would be people who... Uh, it's just doing it based yeah, on the plus yeah. or negative rather than going how many people have actually clicked the subscribe button this month, ignoring how many people have unsubscribed. It doesn't do that. It's just purely ha the plus number. And so, and it always just says zero. <laughs> Which is, I'll admit, a little depressing. But uh, <laughs> That's not depressing. I mean, you might get a new... Uh, right. You check, check the channel's uh, back end, Daniel, because uh, it probably went to that email. Oh, okay. This is fun. Oh, you're not even number one on Airport Simulator 2014. Oh. It's depressing. Uh, it's Someone who's got an actual serious 100% complete long play is the top result. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Earned it. They earned that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's only half an hour long. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at some of the top videos. I mean, what? You've got like, stuff like uh, Euro Truck and Skate 3. Yeah, but I'm going over ones that do where you've got loads of views and it's a relatively obscure game. Yeah. Because well. that's, that's going to be the sweet spot. Oh, yeah, Skate 3 isn't. Um... Oh, oh, I've got a year in review. Oh, that, that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's the, that's the bastard. Oh, my God, send me, send me it as well. Forward it to me. Oh, hang on, it's loading because it's got pictures and it's... Surely you've got access to the nerd cube dim box, I need, I need to be clear here. We have like 70 different emails <laughs> for like everything. Okay, Every single so, thing is compartmentalised. Total watch time. What do you think the total watch time was? Uh, about 2 million hours. Okay. I'll, go, I'll go slightly higher than that. I'll say 350 million. Okay, 204 million. Wow, good instinct, Matt. Matt said 2 million. Yeah. Oh. I think I was thinking of watch uh, total. Of... What am I thinking? John, what about? was your watch time? Uh, one point one billion. 
Well, as long. I say, it's it's off not that many views. It's off like six views, but you know when your video is oh, how many a views billion then? minutes long. Total views. Well, he's got more huh? videos, so it's got to be higher as well. Come on, total views. Uh, hang on, I need to get the flipping inbox. I just remember it was one point one billion because I tweeted about it. Hang about. <laughs> let's get the actual email out. Uh, and I may also have deleted it. And it's also I, my my inbox is a cocking mess. So. <laughs> Discuss something else, but I'm fine to get. Okay. Uh, the other things that it says, it's got total views. Uh, <laughs> it's got. Can I just briefly? I'm looking ha- at the back end analytics on the YouTube studio for the channel. And then the subscribers, yeah. it's got a green arrow pointing up and it says 22%. And that's next to the number minus 1.9 thousand. <laughs> I like to slowly get rid of everyone. Yeah, oh, brilliant. It's nice. Fuck it, I can't find the amount. I'm just going to go into analytics and figure it out myself. Okay, yes, Daniel, right. go on. 18.7 million views this year. Okay. Not bad. No. I'm alright uh, About, it's somewhere between 40 and 50 million. See, look at John's better at YouTube than me now. Yeah. How many comments received, do you think? Comments? Yeah. John Engage, more. Engagement. John's going to have more higher numbers for everything, I think. Aside from a subscriber count. So. I don't think so, because the last bit's good. We're going to nail him on. <laughs> Eh. Is that subscribers lost? No, fuck you. You're gonna fucking you're gonna nail me on that. <laughs> no, it's it's number of best selling books written. That's God, every lol. day, every time, right? Every time, <laughs> like you're like, oh, I think th- I think this about this thing, and Daniel's like, well, actually, I think this. I am a Sunday Times best selling author, so I will have you know. Every fucking, fucking day the... brings it up. Every day. <laughs> It's such a thing. New analytics is just give me the total number of comments over time. They make it quite difficult in the back end, don't they? I like the old analytics better. I don't like the new (laughs) analytics. We're just going to let that comment sit there. Makes it difficult in the back end. Yeah, fine. All right. We'll just ignore it. (laughs) This year we had 31,690 comments. Here's an interesting thing. Apparently, according to in the top external sources, right? 20% 20% of our external views came from Patreon, right? Then yeah. another 15% came from Google search and another, another 6% came from a different Patreon link. Yet the top one is com.google.android.play.games at 22%. And I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know if that's is the, that, what, was, what was your number of comments? Uh, 31,698 this year. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're over 100,000. Yeah, oh, wow. Well, you've just got people going, well, actually, the Babylonians. It's the opposite. It's John, re- reload is the X button. You haven't reloaded for your six parts into the series. John, John, your guns John, are all empty. John, 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 Press John, reload. John, 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 so your mic's picking a bit there. Uh, yeah, fix it by hitting control or delete and it'll uh, fix it. Mm-hmm. I, I straight up, I genuinely, I want you to know, I genuinely alter F Ford and killed a game midstream. We yeah, know. We know. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, John. Doing <laughs> city skylines. I was it asking was about someone two in the water, and someone told me one of, the, one of the shortcuts for someone two in the water was alt F Ford and just did it and you killed the game. So <laughs> this has listed my 2021 achievements. Would you like me to read my 2021 achievements? Is it just a tumbleweed, a little gif of a tumbleweed <laughs> going across the email? It says, we joined the YouTube partner program. What? 
We te- ah, no, <laughs> this is true. We technically did. did. No, we technically did yeah. because this year, right, we got dropped by our network, so we're f- we're finally independent. And as a result, oh, well done, congratulations. Uh, yeah, turning off all the adverts pissed them off a little bit. As a result, though, it confused the analytics because if you if we look at our back end of analytics, everything prior to us getting kicked out is just missing. <laughs> Which John, is- how many likes did you get? Likes. Ba, 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 ba. I, I don't like know you, John. These. How okay, many? Add, add one. Add one there. Um, I hate if I'm you, reading John. This, if I'm Take reading on. this right, it looks like 1.4 million. Okay. You win. Of course he wins. <laughs> there is no scenario here where John is not winning. We got six. You know, someone, <laughs> right, someone in my Discord yesterday asked me, now it's the end of 2021, right? Did I crush it? <laughs> Did I crush it like Spicy told oh, me to? Here's a fun no, one. Bad omen. What was your what's your what's your combined total for the last year? Like versus dislike ratio. Oh, I don't know. As how a check percentage. That. How do you check that? Uh if you go into analytics and you go into the see more, you can one of the metrics you just oh, put on the graph God. is in more metrics uh, and, and uh, interactions. You can see uh, likes versus dislikes. Analytics. Uh, Wait, do it again. Analytics and then what? Then just go to like the see more, so you go into the detailed charts. Right. See what? Yeah. Advanced mode. And then just click on the big total button so it's showing you data for all videos, not just like the top few. Yeah. Right. Now just add a set. Now add a secondary line to that graph. God Almighty. <laughs> yeah. Then oh. more. Then in more metrics. Then it's just yeah. more me- go to likes more metrics. More yeah. metrics so there's new stuff. And then under interactions, there's likes versus dislikes. Yeah. And then it will give you at the top in the rolled up view in the um, the rows underneath <laughs> what the likes versus dislikes is represented as a percentage total. Okay. I love it if this point Dad would say, Sorry. I do is doing none of that. What? What's your one? 98.1. Suck my fat cock, 99.0. Well done. <laughs> we make better videos. Ah, one whole percent. <laughs> There we go. We found is, something. Is that all the people who've been disliking the Fallout 3 is better than you think video? <laughs> Mostly, yes. It is almost certainly that. Just, that is actually it. A load, Fallout... of, a load of angry H-Bomber guy fans being like, how dare you? Yeah, Fallout 3 is better you think for the last year, the light dislike percentage is 76.3. And Fallout Woo-hoo! 4 is better than you think is 86.8. Which, honestly, I think is very high. I think going onto the internet and saying, I think Fallout 3 is actually okay. pretty good, and having three quarters of people agree with you at the end of it, I think that's fucking I mean, incredible. I, I mean, I like That's pretty the, good results. I mean, I I'll take that. With you, but I still like the video because it was a good video, John. It's well put You know what's better than that, John? Making, out of all your videos, 99% of people agree with you. I mean, that just means you're on the right path. <laughs> I wonder if I, if I were to exclude them. I, how do I exclude that's cheating, them? John. Huh? That's like saying, how do you... I would have done it if I'd have just removed of all every. The <laughs> I wouldn't have got arrested if it wasn't Wait, hang on. Kids. Oh, no. You would. Oh, shit. Because in general, almost every other video of that is about 99%. So we just take out that video where I would said deliberately controversial things. You know, here's a. Here's I've a... got. Go on. I've got an interesting one here, though. Oh, yeah. Lifet- it says lifetime highlights here at the end of this email. Oh. Days since your first upload, 3,910. <laughs> wow. It's a lot. Why do I have one of those? Quite a lot. Lifetime likes, 20.8 million. She's all right. But where do you get... Where do you find Lifetime... 
in the email inbox. What's it called? What's the subject line? Your year in review is here. I want to see mine. Maybe they haven't given it to you yet. Probably you suck. But lifetime comments. So I expected on the other other. Where's the where's the where's the where's the where's the where's the. Yeah, I expected. Um, what was it? Yeah, I expected a lot less comments than I have. I got four million comments apparently. Yeah, I expected less because I had comments off for quite a long time. Because uh, yeah, there was no moderation tools, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Oh my god, do you want to do you want to have a guess at how much my uh, my YouTube channel made in the past month? Seventeen dollars. Are you even in the partner program? Yes, thank you very much, John. I <laughs> went low number. John went. You don't have a job. <laughs> no. well, so, well, I thought they. I thought you had to be a certain level of active on an ongoing basis in order to. John, to I've maintain been in the partner position. program for fucking like seven years, mate. Please get out of here, child. Kind of assume they'd have kicked okay. you out of it by now. Okay. Okay. In the past month, my YouTube channel has earned fifty-three pence. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Your last upload was four months ago. Do you understand why I'd think, well, surely they're going to kick you out? I'm not complaining. I'm just. <laughs> your last, last upload was four months ago and it has over, under a thousand views. Shut up, I'm John. surprised you're still in the partner program. In, in the last month, how many? How much money do you think we've made, Matt? I mean, John, fuck it. John, how much money do you think we made in the last month on our YouTube channel? Oh, uh, well, Matt off. just made 53 pence, so 54? Correct, 54 pence. <laughs> it was uh, 600 pounds Nice Thanks That's YouTube premium revenue That's literally all it is Because we don't got no None of them ads Yeah, It's a quite annoying actually Because you can't enable YouTube premium You have to turn on monetization Then I have to manually untick every type of advert <laughs> To, to enable YouTube <laughs> premium revenue, which I'm having like, a lovely time now. The podcast is just about discussing data analytics. Yeah, oh, I mean, this is our year the, this in is the best podcast. Yeah, this is the, the year in review. It's the end you know? of year one or the start of year one, publicly. It, it was either that, or we'll have to talk about how the fact that me and Matt uh, were stranded on a motorway last night. <laughs> I've, I have a rant prepared about yeah. doorbells. Oh, I want to hear your doorbell rant. Yeah, <laughs> shit, go. Let's do doorbells. All right, so let, let, let's, 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 let's talk about doorbells for a minute. All right, let's, let's fucking talk about doorbells. And how society, when it comes to doorbells, society. or in other ways too, has been going backwards for years at this point. We have fucked a system that works perfectly well. All right, because let me, let, me, let me tell you what happened. Back in my day, we had really a system. Claire got really into the idea of like a, a, a smart home. Thing, yeah. Where like the doorbell was going to be fucking smart. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why you want the doorbell to be smart. But if you want the doorbell to be smart, I, I, I'm fine with that. All right, let's let's have a smart doorbell. So she got this doorbell, and it turned out that what this doorbell is is it is a wireless doorbell that you put on the front door, and using the magic of the internet, you it will broadcast to little tiny things you can carry around with you that are also wireless. And then, so when someone comes to your door, they ring. So you can take it with you. John, can I ask a question briefly? Yes. Why are you explaining the concept of a video doorbell like it's never been <laughs> conceived and that we've never heard of it before? Because some people might John, not know about this. you know what this, my first right? job was, was? It was installing smart home devices. Were you was, a doorbell salesman? I was installing video doorbells into disabled people's homes for accessibility purposes before you could even get these consumer ones. John, I fucking know about video doorbells. 
Well, some people at home might Your not, but now they do. But here's, 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 okay, here's the problem. No, here's the problem I was flop. with that I was, entire I was system. Building floppy disks. I was here's the problem with that system. Shut up, both of you. We need to get to the fucking problem. The problem is the number of points of failure. Uh-huh. Because if the battery goes on the front door, you haven't got a doorbell. If the battery goes in the ringer, you haven't got a doorbell. Donk. If the power goes out, killing your internet, you haven't got a doorbell. Donk, if the it? internet fails, even though power remains, you haven't got a Donk, doorbell. So basically, there are multiple Donk. scenarios where that fucking Donk. doorbell doesn't work, which Donk. has screwed us over on several. Like, yes. Donk. Why don't you hardwire the bell? Because the one we got was fucking wireless. John? Yes? Why, why don't you just uh, have a knocker? The, well, this is what I'm getting to. If we go back in time, oh, if we right. go back in time to how doorbells used to be, where doorbells... Shut up, Matt! If we go back in time to doorbells used to... I'm not giving you this attack on smart doorbells. I'm going to go back slightly because you, clearly, the, the problem here is that you've just bought a shit smart doorbell. Not the doorbell. <laughs> yes, that is part of the problem, and I've because got a different a one. A good smart doorbell, right? You can hardwire it in, and it communicates wirelessly to the to the ringer, not through your internet. So it doesn't matter if your internet's down; it'll still work. It doesn't matter. I mean, if your power's out, a normal fucking doorbell isn't going to work either. So, oh my well, god, that's, John. that's what no, 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 that's what you say. But there's plenty of doorbells back in the day that you just have a little battery where so the, the battery kinetic energy now. of pushing the button helps recharge the battery. Runs out, you've just been complaining about batteries. <laughs> do you want a battery, or do you yeah, not want this... a battery? John no, here's what I want. Because back 200 house, like years ago, before we even had electricity, you had a little door pull where you pulled the thing and it made a bell ring. And you know what doesn't go down when there's no electricity? String. String doesn't go down. Yeah, when there's uh, no internet, string, string still works. The bell still works when there's no electricity. Yet for some reason, we had a system hundreds of years ago that worked perfectly and survived John. any natural disaster shot of the house fucking falling John. over and we decided no let's John. add more points of failure John. the advantage yes. of a video doorbell is that you can look on your phone and see who it is and even if you are a hundred miles away you can answer the door and talk to the person your yeah but that doesn't actually help that doesn't help me if what they've got is hey i've got a package that i can't put through the letterbox say so yeah i can see how that'd be a problem because clearly John, having me as i'm calling on your phone have, i'm not there to open the door you, so i guess we can commiserate together about have, what a situation you, i can't in any way help this is have you perhaps considered i don't know buying a external lockbox for the preposter they're a thing you can buy you can answer the door and be like hey put it in there here's the code and they go yeah cool pull the temperature and off they go John? Yes? A doorbell that's string attached to a bell has multiple points of failure because the string will be slightly exposed to the elements. I will be using strong string. I will be using quite strong string. Maybe even a rope. string can still break. I have a question, John. What if there's there's a storm? Do you want fucking... ...holding on the doorbell? Do you want to, like, answer, like, people to ring your fucking doorbell like Quasimodo, just, like, dangling (laughs) off a big fucking bit of string? I think people would enjoy that. (laughs) I just, want, like, oh, I just think a string with a bell on the end is a better solution than a fucking smart doorbell. I mean, there's a, there's a middle ground here in that you could have both in one device. Yes. Well, if you want Claire, push the advanced bit of technology. If you want John, ring the bell. Well, I think, genuinely... No, what... I, I, I'm a massive tech wonker. I love really advanced tech, but I also really like analog backups. So both... Just have both. Why not don't, both? right, on the back of the uh, the bell, so you push the button for the bell, but in pushing the button, it's got a stick at the other end that goes into your house and just hits a bell. Yeah. <laughs> so every yeah. time that it just ding, ding, I'm ding, down ding. for that. 
Yeah. What I've realised was when I was looking into the history of doorbells, got really into this, is plenty of old doorbells, when you push the button, the kinetic energy was converted into energy, which I thought yeah. was really cool. That's really clever. I like that. Yeah. So it just worked. That's how that's how buy smart stuff works. I've got smart things that by pushing them, it charges the batteries. Yeah, which I thought was like, yeah, that's really cool. So yeah. there's not like 16 different points of failure in this fucking got, doorbell. I've got the a solar panel work. attached to my, all my security stuff. Runs off solar power, charges up into a oh, battery. Oh, but Daniel, if the sun explodes, then what will you do, you fucking idiot? So does that mean if it's cloudy, your house is just open? No, because... Solar panels work in the cloud. And also there's a thing what called about batteries at night, which is, I mean, fairness, mo- The problem yeah. is most burglaries do happen at night. Yeah, but the cameras are still on because it charges enough during the day. Hmm. Even in overcast weather. John, because it's God, are you actually really a Victorian just fucking... He is definitely a Victorian ghost. Like, I'm just saying, he is I'm a Victorian just, I would, ghost. I definitely feel like I'd be more John, comfortable make, with a door John, your entire that was a career is based around ends. making videos on video games that you have to upload to the internet. And you're like, oh, I hate these doorbells that require electricity. I do. I hate a doorbell <laughs> that requires electricity. I've bought a new one that's a wired-in one. So it, it, at least we've got her at one point of failure. Okay, you could buy a UPS oh, for it as well. another one. You could buy a UPS for it if you want, if you want to get rid of the possibility of... of um, a of what? A UPS. A United States post? An, uh, an uninterruptible yeah. power supply. It's basically just a big fucking battery that you plug certain appliances into, and even if your power goes off, it kicks in and can provide power to them for a very long time. Or you could do what I do, because I live next to an old coal plant, and I just run an extension cord from it to my house, just in case I need it. <laughs> Sensible. Uh, just, <laughs> just. I mean, the advantage of coal power, when you think about it, is you know when it's about to run out, because it's getting cool and, like, the flames aren't as big anymore. Yeah. And you know so, when solar like, panels are running out, because the, the sun sense in that. Like, the thing is, a thing that's got a battery in it, when it's full up and when it's about to die, it looks about the same. But when your coal factory is almost out of coal, you know. I can't put a coal factory in my know. phone, though, can I, John? <laughs> you can imagine the conversation John's has. John, I think we got a delivery today. Shovel another few bits of coal on the fucking... On the barbie? What the... I mean, you'd know. But the thing is, you would know that you had power. Because, like, okay, how much energy do we do we have? Okay, how big's the pile of coal? Oh, it's up to my head. We're fine. So, you know, you'd know how much power you had. Yes, you I enjoy the fact that the coal's in the room with you. You know it was about you. to run yeah, out. I think you... every house running John, independently on its own little coal John, plant. you are fully fun. aware that batteries have a battery life on them. Yeah, you yeah, just but then check we, it. But then we lock the battery inside stupid things like phones so we can't see them anymore. Well, no, but... No, 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 no I don't mean they're physically written down on the battery, you fucking did it. You have to get out and do squeeze two bits together. There used to be no batteries in Duracell where you did, like, put a little thing and you squeeze them and they, instead of the side. Yeah, out and they didn't fucking them. work. I have batteries that are definitely dead and they're like, ah, 75%, mate. And I'm like, waste of time. Point is, John... I like those. I'm not sure they work or not, but I was always fond of them. My battery like at 98%. knowing how much juice there was in a battery. God. On my doorbells at 98%. I just checked it from here because I can, because that's what the technology is good for. John. Yeah, John, but what, if I, John's if only a... happy if there's a truck, like with a fucking sloosh on the back of it that spew coal into his basement. <laughs> flat out. That's what you want, isn't it? I don't have a basement. Well, where are you putting your coal in, John? Where the fuck are you keeping the world's I'd, dirtiest I'd have, to, I'd have to add a basement. Your basements are really expensive. Yes. I didn't have a basement. I was really sad about it. So when we had a build around recently, because one of our walls wasn't quite a wall, don't ask. Um, but we had to finish a wall because it wasn't quite done. I asked, just Did have a point of failure? How much would it cost to like put a little basement in? It was like, like 
50, 60 grand of for like one tiny to, room. You have to dig out the entire under your fucking house and put supports and it's shit. A fuck, it's fucking soil. Just a man with a shovel. John. How the fuck John, does that come to John, 60 the, the grand? The problem is there's a house in the way. To, also, a big sorry, house. sorry, sorry. Remind slightly. Do you think everything under your house is soil forever? <laughs> It's just a house sitting on soil. I'm going to be honest, I don't really know what's, no, what's John, under where yes, I live. We've come to the natural conclusion of the podcast. John's going to try and work out how houses stay up. Or, better yet, <laughs> how geology works. I can stand on soil and I don't sink. So John, it's like basic principle. John, yes. there's soil. Yes. You have topsoil. You have some soil below. You know what's below that most of the time? Bit of clay, often just Rock. Rock. Okay, that's probably harder to remove than soil, yes. Yes! <laughs> it's not just like, all how, how dirt. Does, but how deep does just dirt go? Not that kind of deep, interest? usually. Not that deep? No, not usually, well, Where did all no. this soil come from? Why is there just a light dusting of soil on top of the earth? I, I could no, not, there's concrete. You're on concrete. You'll put down a big, thick layer of concrete. You'll have walls and probably film with concrete, and that will well, be that was your a foundation stupid your mistake. We should have left a hole in the middle of it just in case you ever wanted to put a basement in. Jesus Christ. Dumb. Every house should come with the potential, like it should be a future-proof house. We leave a little hole, and you just need, and you just like you put a little dot around. It's like if you ever want to put a basement in, this is where you put it. We left a hole in the foundation because that's not going to make much difference, is it? Most of the house is still going to be on the concrete foundation. Uh huh. Just need, you just leave one little house, one little hole in the middle. Yeah, one little hole in the middle with no foundations underneath it. Yeah. Well, At that point, there's a lot of wall on top of it. That's our problem. That's called a sinkhole. Your problem. It's called a sinkhole. <laughs> Why would that be bad? <laughs> Why would it be bad? Why would it be bad? I'd put some wood and a carpet Why? over it. Why would it, it be bad leave if a, a I'm hole... I'm leaving like soil in the house. Why would it be bad if a whole chunk of your house had no foundation or support? It would be fine. It's sitting on dirt. Instead of a big square foundation, leave a big square in the foundation that's empty. Then you can have an internal garden, like a Roman atrium, where you can just have an open roof. Oh, that'd be amazing. Can I make a suggestion? There's a YouTuber called Colin Firth, and I know for a fact. Colin Firth? Colin Firth. I heard Colin Firth. Firth. He was in that film. He is doing a series on his YouTube channel where he is digging a tunnel under his house by himself. And it's taken yeah. him a year. You he's... see, that's what I want. I feel like I, if, I, if, I, if I just hired a guy to start digging, can't possibly come to 60 grand. He's, he's taken him a year. Matt, he's not prisoner. He's not prisoner, is he? Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Cell Block D. We're digging out again today. No, he's one of those YouTubers. Going behind like, the oh, poster, got my spoons. You know why? He wants a tunnel that leads from his like shed to his house. Uh-huh. Actually, that's a good point. Why would you ever build a basement under your house when it sounds like it's complicated? Why not just, like, at the side of your house or just outside your house so it's not on the foundation? Well, just dig down there well, to get if, round if, the foundation, then Col- undermine your foundation with the building. If I go back to Colin Firth briefly, the, the tunnel is to connect his house to his shed and to his underground bunker that he built in his garden. Which is effectively just a basement, but outside. You see, no, no, this is it. I've, I've found the solution. I just want to. I don't want to have. I don't want to have to like drill a hole through the foundation. But if I was to dig a hole like just uh, beyond the foundation, like outside it, and then dig under the foundation, I've still got a basement. I need to step outside to get to the stairs to it. Fine, whatever. It's, it's a small price to pay. I have a question. I do. I do. I do enjoy that John is kind of. I always say Victorian ghost, but currently today he feels like he's imbued with the spirit of a First World War trench digger. <laughs> just. 
How hard can it be to big a big ditch and then fill up the top bit and make sure it doesn't cave in all the time? Yeah, make sure there's no water in there. They've been doing this for there. thousands of years. Mining goes back pretty much as far as recorded human history. You know how many people die hard. in mines, John? Okay, basically the fatality rate of mines has been very high for most of human history. That, right, so you've dug, you've dug this tunnel. Now how true. do you stop things like water seeping into it? I wrap it in a big tarpaulin. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. That's it. Big tarpaulin. That was the, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. You've nailed it, John. Big tarpaulin. <laughs> big tarpaulin. Yeah. Just drape a big tarpaulin over the top of it and then just put the dirt yeah, I'll on. Yeah, I'll just like glue it. I'll just glue like it Like a pond. Like you would do a pond. I was about to say nail it, but then you've created a hole John? in the tarpaulin that walls could get through. John, what about water that comes in from the side of the tunnel? Well, that's why it's just a tarpaulin. It's a, he did it's say a, a big tarpaulin. Material. I, could just, yeah. I can have it on the walls and the ceiling. And then the floor, I'll just put down some wooden flooring and put some carpet over right, the top. But, but here's really the question. Crazy. So water leaks yeah. through, right? And it goes into the tarpaulin. Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't because of the tarpaulin. No, but no, but it, it, it has to get to the tarpaulin, right? So it gets to the tarpaulin and the tarpaulin, it yeah. hits the tarpaulin and then where does it go? Then it like just along the tarpaulin because the tarpaulin is like along the tunnel. It's going to go either left or the right depending on which side the tarpaulin is and then just flow around. How is it going to flow around? basement. <laughs> Because it can't go anywhere else. So, so we're just saying. So you're saying that you're going to have a tunnel, and then around the tunnel you're going to have a tarpaulin, and then around the tarpaulin you're going to have a load of dirt, and it's going to be above ground, right? Well, the tunnel's not like a perfect square. The tunnel's going to be like an arch. It's going to have a curved top to facilitate John, water going either way. John. Yes. What's yes. on top of the tarpaulin? Well, that's just like the ground above. Yeah. The tarpaulin's the like glued to the ground. The ground. Yeah, ground. The dense ground. ground. You. Yeah. You know, water flows through ground, not just straight. It's not like a roof. Yeah, but he's yeah, wrapped but it, it can't in get tarpaulin. through my tarpaulin. Can it's it? like it's like cling filming a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Would That's you, exactly the right analogy. And would you analogy. drop your cling film sandwich in a lake and then eat it? Because I imagine it'd be wet afterwards. I probably, I'd probably unwrap it first. Yeah, but I imagine. I, I imagine. don't actually. I don't actually know whether that sandwich would be dry or not. No, you probably. Wouldn't be, it it probably wouldn't, wouldn't. You know, because cling film is a fucking vacuum sealed. Well, that's why I'm not wrapping my tunnel in cling film. I'm using a fucking tarpaulin. It's basically, the same thing. Keep up. No, it's not. It's thicker. Blatantly not. It's thicker. I'm tired of it being thicker. Next time you want to buy a tarpaulin, I'm going to bring a little roll of cling film to house and I'll sell it to you for the same price as a tarpaulin, you stupid twat. <laughs> what are you, you know what? No, I'm not engaging with this absolute delinquency anymore. I am. So, John. Um, yes. If you're building a basement out in your, like, garden. Yeah, sure. Uh, like, want... like, like an old bomb shelter or something. Yeah. Yeah, but you're yeah. building it so it's a new bomb shelter. Yeah. Out in your garden. probably be quite old-fashioned, yeah. Why don't you just, like, save a bit of money and just build it on top of the ground? Because I want to have it underneath Why? the house. Why? But not have to Why? drill through my own foundation. Because apparently that would be bad because that's a sinkhole, whatever that is. Why do you want it underneath the house? For the view? Just do. Just, it's got windows in it. It just pulls it out. There's a fucking worm going past. Morning! John... John wants yeah. to struggle with water tables John, and he wants to struggle I, with ventilation. John, Google Colin Furs and look at his bunker video where he does literally what you're describing himself. It's a nightmare. Yeah, hang on. And he's I'm an just, engineer. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> he's I'm an just actual qualified just engineer. Why don't we just add a story? Oh, he looks, just, just, he just looks go pretty up. good just after he's come out of a lake. He's not a sandwich, what? John. <laughs> what? <is>, what? <laughs> uh... <laughs> So I was about to call in Firth there. 
I just, I, I, if, oh God. You that was a good scene with him coming out. I'm just going to say it now, coming out of the lake, that woke things in me. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever John, you describe to me anything ever, you just sound like yeah. genuinely. Like the Victorian ghost is a genuinely good thing. Like it, you just, <laughs> you just sound like. And I'm, just... I'm, I'm constantly impressed you work in a really modern technological industry when your entire. Existence... I've worked in various modern technological industries. Yeah, when your entire existence seems to be dictated by the fact that you don't know what a fucking electricity is or. or how buildings work. Oh, come on. That's or... not fair. Electricity is quite complicated. No. <laughs> it's really not. No, we're not. I mean, the fucking hell, the idea that Dude, just, like, energy it. can just be put on, like, a bit of copper and it goes from point A John, to point we're not, B. We're not asking we for it. That's fucking we're wild. Not, we're not asking for a detailed fucking explanation of the specifics of, of electricity that a full electrician would do, but at least a bare, the base level of... How I mean, something works. It's a thing they found before they invented telly, so they had no way of looking it up. So <laughs> you, you want to know? You want to know my understanding of electricity? Oh, please. oh God, no, please. definitely no. Okay, so I know that there is well, okay, not necessarily, but I, I'm vaguely aware that there is like an amount of energy in the universe. Right. Oh, this is a really good start. <laughs> And it, it's fuck tons of it, but like you can't really create or destroy it. You just make it go from A to B, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's my start. Okay, shut up. That's my starting point. So, so your your starting point and how the concept of electricity works is the fact that there is, is energy universal in the universe. entropy. Well, yes. entropy is the degradation of systems, not the maintaining of universal de entropy. This energy is fading away. You're just saying it's consistent. That there's the same amount of energy. That's what you just said. Universal consistent entropy. Yes, exactly. No, no. Do you know what equals mc squared means? John? Oh, here we go. He, uh, he yes. Saying, oh, Daniel's We discovered that this was in the old podcasts. This was in the old podcasts. You're retreading old ground there. But that's, my understanding is just you have to change energy from thing to thing. So, like, if you burn some coal to make some steam by heating up some water to turn a turbine then and that goes then like I'm not okay then i'm not 100 sure somehow you hook that up to a battery and you store energy but like energy's gone from chemical to kinetic to electric yeah but i'm that electric bit that's the bit that fucks me over because i'm not sure how you get from i'm making a thing turn to i can now store John. that in John, some form of battery or John, capacitor John, so that I can release John, it later. John, and that the bits that completely John, loses me. John, it's a magnet and some copper yeah. wire around it. That does not help me in the fucking slightest. <laughs> Literally how it works. You, you attach a turbine. You're a fucking magnet with some copper oh, wire around it, you stupid twat. I like the idea that John like assumes that people like looked at thunderbolts hitting the ground and went, what was that? And I don't care. And that was it. <laughs> that couldn't work it out. It was impossible, even though it was visually there all the time. It's like you just can see electricity occasionally in the sky. Yes, but I'm pretty sure those same people didn't say, oh yeah, you know that thing occasionally where there's a massive bolt of nightmare light that destroys things John. that falls out of the sky? Yeah, Tim over there is just rotating a thing and, and, and that's generating the same thing. Same, completely the same as lightning. Well, no, this is the whole, Tim's fucking this is little the whole turbine. reason, John. Tim's, why... put a water, Tim's put a water wheel in the river. Oh yeah, that's lightning John, over there. Fucking hell, we've nailed it, why, boys. This is why the Industrial Revolution was considered a revolution because finally they figured it out. I'm like, oh fuck, it's great. It's great! Wow! <laughs> like, like, uh, 
John, I'm you know. I'm gonna be you... honest, I, I thought electricity was after the Industrial Revolution. You know when you rub a balloon? I thought like all the machines in the Industrial Revolution were like being powered by like say steam turbines mm, uh-huh. that were actually local and attached to the same machine. They were, but the but, but actually generating electricity from was also a thing that was discovered during the Industrial Revolution. As part of it. Okay, good. I wasn't that I wasn't as far off as I thought I was that. Okay. 1879, good. I wanna say, Thomas Edison. Eighteen seventy nine? Yeah. Electricity. I mean electricity was a thing for a while, but it it, it yes. didn't get into mass thing yeah. until until about yeah. I mean, I know the, I know the, like, you know, back in the ancient world, they kind of were vaguely aware of static and had started to come up with some theories about oh, what the God. fuck was going the on there. The amount of hieroglyphs where the pharaoh's getting a balloon rubbed oh, on his head. He's like, what's going on? Oh, you're going to love this. Genuinely, there was, hist- <laughs> there, was, there was evidence of ancient batteries. Yeah. Yeah. In big pots. I don't know. In big pots. Big pots. It's new water, they, just, they? Just, just, just took electricity around in a big amphora. I do. Just, I mean, you know, I like. I like the. I, I like the people. Really fucking at... dangerous because there's a lot of water around that boat. Yeah, well, they looked at water, did they? They were like, "Water's going. What if we put a big wheel in that that makes the thing go mash, mash, mash? It'll make our make our growing bread easier." Yeah, and then you've Flourish got it. you know kinetic energy to just a different, just transferring kinetic energy from one place to another. But there's a big step from that to how do we store this as electrical energy that we then we can convert it to anything i'm still completely Wait, clueless sorry. as to what Wait, electricity sorry. is sorry, it's a it's a movement is it like of... potential energy is it potential compressed energy no you fucking burke it's just the movement of electrons so it's the mo- no, that, that is that's compressed electrons they're like squeezed in there waiting to get out squeezed in there atoms yeah are, it's like excited electrons are... all shoved in one battery then you uh, let them out bit by bit atoms are basically nothing they're basically Empty space, even they're if they're def- really compressed. They're You're right. like ninety nine point nine percent blank space. Yeah. I mean, this is like that. This is why. Tell holes, me you're lying. This is why black holes can be so tell dense. Me you're lying, John. <laughs> black holes. The whole. The whole idea I'm about black about holes. to fall apart now. The whole idea about black holes is that they are. I'm more so worried now than I was when I saw a fucking Cessna overhead the other day. All the space, even in between. I saw a fucking Cessna. I waved my fist at it. John, I, I, I love you, John, but honestly, I just, I can't express to you Please how angry ex- you make me. explain with finger puppets what electricity is. What actually is it? Wait, wait, I just what want to say, it? John, 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 if you removed all the atoms from everybody yeah. on the planet, just the atoms, so none of the space, and put it together, it would be smaller than a dice. I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> I don't like it as a we're concept. Just, we're empty space. And hang on, no, 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 like no. Surely it will be small than that. Because isn't the whole point, like, every atom in the entire universe was at one point just, like, in a space infinitesimally tiny? I don't like to think about that bit. That's getting uh, that's getting into very deep uh, levels of uh of, nah, of just the atoms nah, just on nah, our nah, planet would fit nah, into nah, a space nah. way smaller than a dot. We're talking we about black know. holes. Nah, 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 nah. If you compress the sun into a black hole, it would be the size of what it'd be about the size of Earth, wouldn't it? Well then how does it all fit into how does it all fit into one like tiny space during the Big Bang? Again, well we don't know. This is a whole other that's thing. Why we well you're cooking useless, the big, aren't you? The Big Bang is a theory. That we're pretty confident <gasps> about, but we can't look at it, can we? <laughs> I don't know. Get on with the fucking time machine, you lazy. Yes, what the fuck is science even doing? We can look most of the way there, because obviously the further we look out into space, the further back in John. time we're seeing. John. Yes. Gra- gravity's a theory. You know that, right? 
surely that, that, that <laughs> no, that's, but that's, abs- surely there can't be any scientists who are like, no, go, so actually, no, 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 John, we, there's no, John, I, I don't John, believe in gravity. John, no, 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 we observe the effects of gravity, but we don't observe gravity itself. Yeah. But isn't gravity just a buzzword term for like the effect that of all mass has on all other mass? Yeah, but that's but that's but that's the theory is that it has there is an effect that but it, we ha, it's not a like where where astrophysicists are trying to figure it out. It feels like a fairly immutable basic observable force of the universe. It is, but it, by itself it's 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 so we don't know why it happened. Just tell me what electricity is, you <laughs> cock. <laughs> we did, Daniel. Just explain. I, we have explained it to you. No, he said take all the atoms out of the universe. And, and no, we were talking that about. That doesn't help me understand we how a battery works. What's the fucking electron? What's in a battery? What's in it? It's literally it positively charged. Right. It just want the atoms want to be perfectly balanced, like Thanos. They want everything to be perfectly balanced. If you fuck them up and make them all like positive and shit, their electrons just fuck on for a while, and that push and give and all that sort of shit is electricity. Is this why elements react with each other because they want to have yes. balance? Yes. Yeah. That's they want, what they want their electrons is, to plug into each other. They want their electrons to plug into each other and form stable compounds, right? Sure, yeah. No, not entirely. Like, no, just, okay, no, let's just enough. let's say yes and move on. <laughs> okay. Fine. I accept that. I accept, I accept that basic principle. Next principle. I think you're a little more blank space than everyone else, John. <laughs> John <can> I... <laughs> That's a very good burn. That's a high level burn. That's exceptional. That's well quite done. A low level burn, more specifically. <laughs> if we're going to be. I I tip my hat to you for that. That was excellent. Well done. <laughs> John, what were you doing in, like, fucking physics class? I, I, I dropped physics as soon as I could because I didn't understand Yeah, but you that. learn this thing as, like, a fucking, like, John, key stage John, one child. John, 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 you keep asking about batteries. Do you want to know how battery works? Yes. What? Do you want to know how batteries... Because you keep asking about batteries every time you ask about well, electricity. Well, I, like I feel like that's going to be a moot point to understand what electricity is. Because, okay, We've you've just, just said to it. me, atoms want, atoms want to be calm, fine. So what does that mean? Does that mean electricity is atoms that are all excited and ghibli around? No, it's, ele- it's, ele- it's the movement of electrons. Not atoms. Electrons. Not atoms. It's just their electrons that wiggle about because they're getting charged. They're negatively charged an electron and okay. they're getting dragged towards the positive charge. An electrician. And some electricity is back and forthy and some electricity goes woo. Okay, just to be clear here, there'll be some electricians going, oh my God, they're over some... It's most like everything. It's incredibly complicated, but the... the at the base level, for, to understand no, it, at it's the base not. Le- it's just electrons fucking on. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that, yes, no, that doesn't even mean anything. That sentence doesn't even make sense. <laughs> okay, John. so hang on. The elect- so, John, so you've just got a whole bunch John, of atoms, I- and some of them electrons are negative, John, and some of them no. electrons are positive. John, can I just briefly talk about a, 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 a battery because it might help you? Yes. Okay, go. I rewired are- my heating in this past month. Batteries. I rewired my whole heating. Yes. Are really I've got simple. a GCE in this. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Batteries are really simple, right? It's basically two bits of metal okay, great. and a chem and some chemical in between, right? Like, uh, used to be lithium a lot, right? Oh, I'm the dogs now. Like, I mean, the new ones use lithium, but we had we had nickel hydride. And All right, fine. whatever. Yeah. You, basically, you have a, a metal of some description, which is uses yeah. a um. Can you help me? What's the name? That's that's the hard that's the hard silver stuff that comes out the ground. Yeah. I was trying to think of it in the term battery, whatever. And then you have a chemical in between which acts as a medium. Sorry. Sorry, that description of metal, and you complain yep. that my description of electricity was electrons just fucking on. <laughs> yeah. 
It's basically the same thing. Thank yeah, you. Trying... You know yeah. how there's metals that aren't actually shiny and are soft and you can cut them and you can break them with your hands. Some of them are liquids too. It's very exciting. Yeah, well, the liquids are shiny, <laughs> but you know what? Um, <laughs> like, effectively, when you, when you get a battery, you're transferring the electrons through that medium into the, like, it, they, they're in there. So the atoms have too many electrons in the battery and they have, need to lose them somewhere. No, we're talking about positively charged, negatively charged electrons. So the charge needs to go somewhere. Yes. Right, John, I'm going to say this now. At some point in this, Matt's going to say the words cathode and anode. I'm just bracing you for those two words. Cathode and anode. Listen out for him, okay? Right. Here we okay. go. Cathode and anode. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Matt won't be able to explain to you how electricity no, works. here's the problem. Here's the problem, right. <laughs> I don't think no. either of you know no, how electricity no, works. I think this is no. like Dan and the no, bicycle. Sorry. No, sorry. I think he's Stop. got no fucking clue. Here's the thing. Because we are explaining it and you're going, oh, like, what? I'm genuinely trying to understand. Okay, this isn't a bit. Fine. I'm trying to fine. understand. You know what? Let's look up how. Hang on. Let's <laughs> Google it. No, I'm looking up an explanation. Neither of you know. Neither of you actually know. No, we do. Yes. I've explained it to you. It's electrons fucking about back and forth. So an atom it's like has a, a finite, non-changing number of electrons. It's, it's just the electrons are jiggling about. Jiggling about, mate. Fucking I mean, on. It's like a big poking stick I mean, John, made you, of electron if source. If you want to go more specific, and after you drain, the, quarks, after you drain like, the battery, are the electrons calmer? The electrons the are all whizzing out and they're all like, Whoa, and then they go. Okay, do the electrons leave or do they just calm down because they're no longer charged? They get fucked on with and they settle down. But are they still in the battery, just not charged anymore? Or have they pissed off somewhere else with their charge? They're not. They're still in the fucking battery. They're just settled. So what happens is they release their charge when they move between the chemical medium, right? Yeah. But over time, the reason batteries degrade is because there is a little bit of leakage. every Like every time you move back and forth, the... the um, oh, you mean like that delicious stuff that occasionally leaks out of batteries? Well, that's the chemical. If they're really so good. That's, the chem- yeah. that's the chemical medium that's trans- uh, helping it transfer. It's a really basic explanation. There's a lot of electricians that like, get really annoyed in the comments. But, like, they. I do- don't think electricians give a shit about electricity at this point. Okay. I think it's physicists that are up in arms. Yeah, right when now. I say electricians, I mean, like, the electricians that do physics calculations about electricity, not just fucking, like, people who are still wiring houses. That's what I mean. Like physics, electrical physicists. Well, there's probably a specific cool. term for it. I'm trying to. Electro- I'm legitimately trying man. to find it at like a, something like like an explanation that is good for three year olds. How <laughs> do you make this charge that's just been removed from the electrons that are no longer jiggling and are now calm? How do you make that go along a copper wire? How do you just make does it jiggle make? charge does it go itself? along metal? It's like past the parcel. But why does it go in one direction? Why doesn't it like? Why isn't it like osmosis? Why does it get confused and get sluggish and get all and really slowly? Why does it go in one direction? Why does it zip along? It will take well, the shortest path. Well, pass the parcel. You don't fucking pump the parcel into the middle of the group, do you? You pass it one way. So it's being pulled. When you when you plug something in, you're effectively pulling electricity. You're completing a circuit. Does electricity? You, you have to complete a circuit. It has to be round. You have to have it go all the way around. You can't. It's I'm not starting to think the Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm starting to think the man doesn't know how electricity works. No, hang on. If the charge wibbly stuff of the electrons are being pulled in one direction, what's being passed back? Like positive charge. 
They're swapping. It's just charge. That's all it is. It's just charge. You positive charge. Okay, what one side, is charge? Is charge a physical thing? Goes, can you look at charge? Can you look at charge under a microscope? Is it a physical thing? You can't look no, at it's it's under just, a microscope. Jesus fucking Christ! It's a it's a lack of it's. I give up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Damn it. Fuck it. I'm trying to explain. I've just looked up what is electricity in simple words on Google, and I don't electricity understand that explanation either. Two. I, the, the problem is you're asking. Honestly, you're asking. I get the questions you're asking. It's just you're getting into the point where you're having to, you, like you're getting into the physics degree area of like super. The problem level is of detail. I, I it's can't, really not. I, it's really the, not. The, the, the problem here is I like to understand things by being able to imagine them and see what they look like. And this is at a level where I, I can't, you can't. No, you can't. Of it. You can't. And the people, I can't conceive of it. People, and because I can't imagine what it looks like, I can't figure it out in my head. A lot of like when you that's the problem. When you're being taught these things, you will often be shown like diagrams, like little animations and stuff like that. And it's not literally how it looks or anything, but it's just to represent. I need one of those representative diagrams, yes, because I, I need to be able to see it to understand what the fuck's like, happening. I can't come to your house and show you a diagram, John. Because, like, I've seen, I found a little diagram, but it's just, like, got, like, a little wind turbine going up to a battery with a wire, and it's just, like, there's a lightning symbol. It's like, well, that that is just skipping the entire explanation. Oh, let me try and find something. Jesus Christ. Like, I understand energy made up of charges, but what is charge? Electricity. That's what it is. Okay, now, that's, now we're just going in circles. You no, know, that's what it fundamentally is. It's this... I just want to rub a fucking balloon on this jumper and work it out. Like, like you're asking what one of the fundamental things of the universe is. It's a fundamental thing of the universe. Charge is a fundamental thing in the universe. Does everything have charge all the time? Most. Yes, if, unless yeah. it's got no electrons. Is it's this what Dan was talking nuclear. about earlier? Is this why we're all space, but like we hold together anyway? Is it because the atoms in our bodies yes, are said charged it's to stick together? It's a thing called electrostatic charge, which gives physical mass and push force to anything. So if there was no electrostatic force, you would just walk through shit. Yeah, arms wouldn't so be able to... stuff is just Ill so stuff is charge neutral. That's how stuff holds together. It's charge neutral. No. There's, there's equal amount of positive positive and negative, meaning some... it all sticks together. No. 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 So if I'm not charge neutral, am I positive or because, negative? Because it can get destroyed and shit by things like radiation. Because radiation, the different types of radiation is... This, this, oh, this... let's get to radiation. So oh, radiation no. scales up by oh, God, how big help. of a thing has been knocked help. off. So help. a gamma radiation is like a wave thing, but all the way up to like alpha radiation is just oh, a fucking Oh, is that real? I always waves. thought that was just a thing they made up in Marvel. Yeah, gamma radiation. What? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Good night, everybody! What? Like, it's beta, it's beta, beta radiation is just an electron go walk about, isn't it? It knocks other electrons off and it all goes apeshit. I'm talking to Matt here because I assume Matt knows this, but now I really haven't okay, fucking Okay, here's the thing, about... right? Here's the thing. I know most things to a decent level, but this is somewhere where you're going to be able to go into the weeds more, Daniel, because you actually did this at a higher level than I did in an educational setting. Yeah, so, John, it's electrons fucking about the place. The flowing motion of electrical oh, charge. Just... Electricity refers to the just amount of imbalance between... Between the quantities of electrons and protons. Oh my god, it's almost as if it's electrons fucking about. Yeah, but you said it wasn't about the number of electrons, but this makes it sound like it is. It's about the difference between the quantities of electrons and protons. It's about the fucking charge wibbling back. Just keep reading. <sighs> I'm, a ba I'm not a teacher, right? I was going to be a teacher and then went, oh, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm shit at it. 
Yeah, but I, I can tell. I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed your fucking shit's explaining electricity. Can you imagine if I was like, what a class today, we can learn about electricity. Yeah, it's basically just electrons no, fucking about th- the place. This is what I mean about electricity in that uh, on a base level, it's really simple. It's like how it works is really simple, I think, to grasp, like on a technical, like like on other, uh, you know, do this and it does that. You can, that's a really easy thing to understand. And then you can understand the basic fundamentals of how it works very easy. But when you start getting into the really specific weeds of how, it like the the actual which is where i think i want to go which is where i'm trying Yeah, but you didn't understand that cars gang you didn't understand engines work how the fuck do you expect to understand how like the fundamental underlying principles of the universe work if you like hang on surely the underlying basic principles of everything should be way simpler than a really complex machine no yes i must admit i didn't know how a bike worked what? what? <laughs> I didn't know how a bike worked. Was this when I wasn't here last time? That was quite That was quite shocking, I must admit. I thought I knew how a bike worked. What, what do you mean you didn't know how a bike worked? I don't know how the gears worked. I didn't know how it, how it changed. I got confused at what a bike looked like. It moves them. It moves about, them. You didn't even fucking mention protons, and they seem pretty fucking important. Well, it's just the opposite of electrons, isn't it, mate? It's a pos- we didn't mention that. Well, they're not important. It's the electrons fucking about that's the important bit. Well, surely protons, as they're the opposing charge, have to be relevant to this somehow. Ah, they're not important. Like, if there's too many protons fucking about, the John, electrons can't fuck about. Let's look. You, you, you want to know more about this than honestly we're going to be able to explain to you. Just, just. I'm trying to put this into Dan terms. I've gone into fucking about language, and I still don't understand it. Oh, just watch a video. <laughs> just watch a documentary. Watch an hour-long documentary about how electricity works, and fucking come out of it going, I don't understand. Who's Thomas? You don't understand either. None of you understand. Yeah, I'm not a fucking electrical physicist. Now, you see, this diagram suggests the electrons are actually physically moving, not just the charge. Well, it depends if it's direct or alternating current, doesn't it? Oh, fuck off! (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brief interlude um, as I edit this, because I am the editor of the podcast, as we all know. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Basically... This bit went on for about an hour. John just didn't get it, and it's it was frustrating. You know, it's like watching John play a game. You know how frustrating that can be. It was a, it was it was worse. It was like John at the lowest form of perception, and so um, we've just snipped just a little like forty five minutes out of this, um, and you will thank us because if you listen to it, I mean Matt ate one of his own feet during it, so. Although I, that was just protest. It was in protest. It was like, John, if you don't stop talking about electricity, I'm going to eat my foot. And then he did. And now he has to hobble everywhere. Don't be like Matt in any way, people. That, oh, and it's going to carry on now. Okay, bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, do you think you know what electricity is then? <laughs> kind of. The Repeat main... after me, John. Okay, let's do it this way. Repeat after me one word at a time. It's... It's... Electrons... Electrons... Fucking... Fucking... About. About. It's electrons fucking about, Dan. Done. The main important thing, John, is that even, even if you don't fully understand the fundamental principles of how it works, you understand the practicality of how it works. That's the main thing. Plug thing in, thing work. Yeah, fucking rotate. Well, I knew that already. Rotate magnet in, ring of copper, make electricity. Rotate magnet in ring of copper. 
Ah, fuck. In order to make oh, this is no. to make the electrons in the no, copper do a circuit. That. Oh no! To make the electrons in the copper go round and round and round. Somewhere, fucking Alessandro's gone fit into the wibble. Ape shit. Look, John. I've just said the whole point is that you don't necessarily need to understand all the all the fundamental principles. You just need to understand how it works. <laughs> And that <laughs> don't how... understand how it works. No, you That's do, the that, problem. this is the point. You, you if you turn like, there's a lot of things you do in your life that you don't understand how it works, but it just does. If you click on the start menu, it opens most of the time, right? Yeah. How? I know. <laughs> John, how do you... I don't know. Exactly. Explain the start it's basically, menu to me. It's basically a load of brackets and semicolons just fucking about. My point though is, John. You understand that <laughs> clicking the start menu opens the start menu. Even if you don't understand... You know, if you'd literally just said to me at the start, it's electrons. Electrons flow along wires. That would have been way easy for me I, to get my head It's fucking well, electrons. Because that sounds like the electrons are separating off and fucking on around wires. Like, like they're breaking off and be, stuff. To be fair, right. some models, when they describe electricity, do talk about it in that way. It's just, it can kind of... Electricity's a bit, a bit messy because every sort of model where people are describing it is a little different because, again, it's so small and... A noticed. It's a I think what's really interesting about the podcasts is that I come into these really aware of what electricity is. And then after an hour of talking to John, I actually don't know if I know what electricity is anymore. Ha! I mean, you admitted. You have no fucking clue. Okay, I, just make I a did brief get point, like you know what? a degree in this. You know what like, I feel I good about? Know. You know what I feel good about? I know how a fucking bicycle works. I know how bicycle gears work. <laughs> Dan you know doesn't. Dan had no fucking you know idea. You know when there's, there's, there's fucking... Um, uh, there is the chain becomes more loose because it is on a smaller gear, right? There's a little arm that sticks out to hold yeah, it. Yeah, we figured that out. We figured that out without but you no, last but, time. But no, like right, right. If it's on three points, if you move two of the points, you've still got a triangle of the same size. If the chain okay. is taut, it is still the same size chain. It's not about the size of the chain. It's uh, about, uh, guys, it's I, about think, the, I think I've accidentally fallen too deep into electric It's about the gear it is interacting with. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> guys, I've fallen too deep into electrical theory. <laughs> Do me a favour. I've just come across the word capacitance. It's measured in farads. John, if you want to yes. go electrical channel, try electro. John, John, you, the store, you, a capacitors and electrical circuits store up uh, electricity, which is why the flux capacitor in Back to the Future works. It's storing up flux units of time. And time travel and shit. That's a what the flux capacitor is. It John, stores up. John, a capacitor is just like yeah. a tiny battery. Think of it as that. If you ever see a circuit, John, make sure you always touch the capacitor because that never goes wrong. <laughs> that never... Oh, okay, you know, you know what I've got out of this? My, my, my end understanding of this is a battery is full of atoms where the electrons are going fucking bananas and they're just waiting for somewhere to send the charge because they've got too much charge because they're fucking about too much. Not really, but sure... <laughs> a reaction happens in the battery that makes the electrons fuck up. There's a, there's but they're not, they're not fucking there's on themselves. There's a key point, though, as well. And when we're talking about things fucking off, there's voltage and wattage, which is different. Yeah, well. And am amperes. Amperes, yes. Yeah. I made a. a there's a lot of different Alessandro measurements. Volts. In, there's a lot of different measurements Volta. in how fast everything is moving, where it's moving, in what way it's moving, and in how it's interacting with everything around it. And all of those are different Volts. things. Volts is electrical potential. Uh, fuck. What's 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 what? Wait, fuck, fuck. No, John. What are you doing to me? 
jumps like an intelligence vampire, but he just he doesn't actually take the intelligence. It just disperses out of you slowly. Wait, Volts is right. Volts is electrical potential. Uh, my brain's gone fucking blank. I hate this fucking podcast so much. Oh no, this this I can deal with. This this drawing I found just says electricity is basically a hose pipe that pumps electrons. <laughs> Electricity is like a water flow. If you turn the tap, water flows through the pipe, just like electricity flows through the wire. Fuck yeah. yeah but Get it. No, but that's no, easy. I, no, I think that's a bad thing because that ignores the fact it has to be in a circuit. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like a water pipe. That's what this thing says. Can we end, please? I haven't even told the story we were going to tell. What story? Well, we were walking down a motorway at half past one in the morning. Oh yeah. I think you should. I think you should save that for next month, and we should find a comical what point to end mid explanation. It is quite a comical point. <laughs> in the cold on um, motorway at one a.m., cold, and being like, "Oh, well, how do we get anywhere?" And all the roads have. We had a really on. clever idea to see a really late showing of Spider Man because we wanted to see Spider Man, and we saw Spider Man, and then didn't. There wasn't. We couldn't get home. Yeah, got out at 1am and be like, oh. That's the whole story. Fuck it, that's the whole story. Spider-Man's good. Have you seen Spider-Man yet, John? I have. You have? I, en- I mean, it's absolute fucking nonsense bananas, but it's very good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it's, this it's, podcast, but also very good fun. It's fucking dumb and stupid. It makes no sense, but it's actually very fun. Are you talking about the podcast or Spider-Man? Bit of both. Yeah, fair enough. You know which bit really got to me? Okay, so from this point, I mean, spoilers for uh, Spider-Man. I think this bit doesn't even get into the podcast. I think we've probably found a point to cut before this. <laughs> we definitely have not, because I want content. I'm going for that watch time. I'm going for that watch time, boy. Spo- so basically, we'll end on spoilers for Spider-Man, and then we'll fuck off. Right. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man, you ain't missing anything else. John's okay. not going to tell a hilarious story about how he wants Mr. Jam for a prostitute or something. John, carry on. Can you believe they killed all the Spider-Men? That was weird. John? I (laughs) was really moved by the fact they took the time to do a tiny, really sweet moment between reformed Otto and Toby Uh Spider-Man. When he was just saying, how are you doing, my boy? And Toby was just like, yeah, I'm just trying to do better every day. And that really got to me. They just took a moment out to just have a really wholesome interaction between Toby and Otto. I thought that was just so sweet. Yeah. That just got to me. I liked I liked a lot of the interactions between it was it felt like it capped off three trilogies. That's what I liked about it. It felt like it capped off the fucking original lot, Sam Raimi's lot, and then whoever yep. made the second one with Andrew Garfield, and then yep. all the MCU stuff kind of capped it all off nicely and neatly. And I like they just kind of basically snuck out the fact actually it turns out this entire trilogy was an origin story this is for the what next I was trilogy. Saying, yeah, this, it's an origin story for the Spider-Man. It's actually an origin story for another Spider-Man. for another unrelated trilogy we're going to make next. Well, Tom Holland's going to do another three. So they announced that. So yeah, so we're going to get more Tom Holland. But I like that he's now just because he didn't really start. He just sort of like you know he didn't get his moments. He didn't get his good solid frigid. You know he mm. needed he needed something like that, and he got his whole great power, great responsibility quote and. Yeah. It's nice to have. I was, I was, I'm kind of almost disappointed because I thought the great power great responsibility was going to be given to him by Toby, which I thought would have been very sweet. Oh, I, that would I have did, been I did chuckle a bit. Actually... I chuckled when MJ said it to him because I thought, oh, they're not doing it. That's stupid. Then they reference it later. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. 
I like I like a lot of that feel. I think, yeah, the whole curing them thing doesn't kind of work if you think about it for more than five seconds. But it was an easy fix of the script. All you do is... As indeed was the fact that they repeatedly stress, oh yeah, they all go home to die at Spider-Man. It's like, no, they don't. Well, I mean... Most of them th- die. Like, one of them dies by Spider-Man's hands. I one. mean, there could be a... Well, no. Two. No, yeah. Several of them accidentally kill themselves or choose to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Yeah, Green Goblin. Only Electro gets straight up murdered by Spider Man. Green Goblin stabs himself because Spider Man jumps out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, Dr. Octopus goes good and And chooses to sacrifice himself to stop the machine. Sandman, Sandman blows away in the wind and it's very unclear whether he's dead or not. Yeah, I couldn't remember what happened to Sandman because there's like 85 bad guys in there. And he, he just says, like, he just says I'm sorry. Toby says, yeah, he just says, I'm sorry, then, dis- then blows away in the wind. But it's kind of unclear whether he's letting himself fall apart because he's dying or whether he's just going to do something else. Lizard, kind of I don't fucking remember. Not a fi- not I thought a he fit. got turned I- back to normal. I thought he got fi- I thought he got fixed. I thought he got punted off a building. Yeah, I, can't even... I thought he was fine at I the end did, of that I one. Genuinely, fucking exploded. I could not even remember that he existed. <laughs> like, I saw him going, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I forgot about it completely. He <laughs> did, the CGI lizard looks so bad because it, it looked bad at the time. It looks even worse now. So that was kind of hilarious. Also, the lizard had nothing to do. He just sat there and did nothing the entire story. Yeah, he just stayed in the room. Like, to extent, where they had to explain he wasn't in the rooms, they didn't want him to be with the rest of the village, but it's like, oh yeah, oh, we yeah. just left him in the van. He fixes the lizard. We just left one of the characters in the van. We left the expensive CGI character in the van. It's, e- it's easy. We decided we, had, we had realized we had nothing to do script or plot-wise to do with the lizard, so we left him in the van downstairs. <laughs> he won't be in this film again until the final fight. they would have... Fucking Rhino in his big... The, the Rhino from the post credit scene of Amazing Spider-Man 2 would have had more to fucking do. Yeah. He would have done, yeah. I mean, yeah. Then we could have had yeah. a Sinister Six. That was, yeah. I quite liked how Andrew was, was so sad he only had to deal with the Rhino when all the other Spider-Man got to fight Excellent. Fighting. Excellent. I like this constant, was... like, self-depreciating jokes of going, oh, I'm the shit <laughs> he, he was Spider-Man 3, and he always is Spider-Man 3, but that's okay. Someone's got to be Spider-Man I just liked Spider-Man how they kind 3. of also did him as being by far, like, the geekiest, nerdiest Spider-Man. Yeah. Given he did do... He did have, like, you know... I think he he had like a. Do you have a job at Oscorp? Or yeah, he did. Things? Yeah, he worked at He seemed to be more. He was a bit more technical anyway. So I like that he was actually more into that shit. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that that was his thing. It was yeah. I, I enjoyed... very. I can't express how much I enjoyed the the whole joke about Toby firing the webs out of his actual wrists. I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to address that. And they did. So they just acknowledged it. Then just moved straight on because they didn't have time for it. Great, do it. Yeah, yeah love that. It was lovely. I like no because I was saying that the, the fix you could have done for that script instead of curing them, you give them a last request. You let them kind of go out on their own terms. They they all understand they're going to die and they all sort of relent a little bit and they get a request. Hmm. And you just give you know Doc Ock just kind of you give him Toby takes the arc reactor technology back with him. So the power of the sun in the palm of his hand is a thing that actually gets put in that world. So That's Doc nice. Ock's work then carries on. You know, and it, you know, you know, Doc, Doc Ock's not his work really, but his dream becomes a reality in that future because Toby's mm. smart enough to keep doing that sort of thing. And then you've got um, uh, fucking Green Goblin just wants the goblin out of his head, just in that last moment, just take it out of my head, and it will still have the same death, but it will be just him. It won't be you know tormented forever and ever, and it will just be just that moment of victory of getting rid of him. 
And you can do that for all the characters, except probably Lizard, because I can't remember what Lizard's deal was. Not it's a just yeah. Lizard, didn't he? Not a fucking story. I just like how much of a Spider-Man story <laughs> it is. I like, normally Spider-Man's thing is he gets told at the beginning of the story, hey, do you want to do what's right or what you want to do? And he says, I'm going to do what I want to do. So shit goes ra- so shit goes bad and he suffers for it. Yeah. But in this one, straight away he was said, do you want to do the easy thing or do you want to do the hard thing that's right? And he said, straight away, I'm going to do the hard thing that's right. And he gets fucking punished for it anyway yeah. and has to keep doing it. But that's it's like a fucking Greek tragedy. No, but that's the, that's, the, that's the absolute genius of that script. That's why I loved it so much. Was that he, uh, the, uh, you know, your critical midpoint when Art May gets fucking exploderized. Like, her her words to him aren't new. They're not like a change in him. They're sort of a kind of, you're, you're doing the right thing. Like, I've, I'm dying slash dead, but like, and, and technically, this is all your fault, but this is fine. You're doing the right thing still. You keep going this way. Me dying here, like, because when Uncle Ben dies, it's always a, this was your fault. Yeah. You fucked this up and you've got to learn to be better. This was a, you've actually, you're doing it right. You're the Peter Parker that at this point in your arc is actually on the right path and doesn't need to change. Yeah. But you just need to realise that this is the shit yeah, that can happen. That was. Which, but that, so that resolution, no, shut up, shut up, that resolution plays off at the end when he realises he sees the, the cut on her head. He sees the plaster on MJ's head and goes, actually, I'm not going to hang out with these guys anymore because they'll be in danger uh, and I don't want that to happen. And so his arc isn't, his final responsibility is to not go off with the love of his life. His final responsibility is to separate from those people to protect them and to give them up so they can Which is, yeah, be happy such a classic Spider Man story. I will say yeah. though, it's, it's, it's a total inverse. That's the thing; it's a total inverse of a Spider Man story that becomes a classic. It's the alternating current Spider Man story versus the direct current Spider Man story. Oh fuck! Up. No, there's, there's the thing, right? So you said that he didn't fuck up in this film, like he's doing, but he did. He did. Did like, he? Well, yeah. Because... Well, he, he starts no. off by he starts off by fucking up, but then his his response is to try and fix it. Yeah, but like... he wants to do the response. I'll be honest. Tries to fix it, it. it wasn't his fuck up. It was Doctor Strange's fuck yeah. up. Who was like, yeah, I feel like Doctor Strange oh, you was want definitely spell? wrong Let's saying this is your it. fault. <laughs> Let's yeah. fucking he just should have been like, shit. oh, have you tried anything else first? It's Doctor Strange's fault. I do agree. And Parker in that film is a child, <laughs> like a literal child. Doctor Strange should have gone. Anybody you want to remember is uh, Spider Man before yeah. I just get no, into this fucking not, red tape. Not even that. His 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 speech going. You asked me to hypnotize the entire universe before calling the school. Why didn't you ask that beforehand, Stephen? <laughs> What's that about? Why would you wait now? Doctor Strange makes terrible decisions too. His thing is I make terrible decisions. Stephen I mean, yeah, that's his, terrible decisions. That's his character trait. Is he is an impulsive idiot? But he's yeah. he's also a, a genius. He's yeah, but he's still an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to be friends with somebody, would adults could be even bigger idiots, as I proved whenever we discussed, you know, technology. <laughs> God, spend five minutes with Doctor Strange, you'd ruin him. You would. <laughs> maybe that's if what the evil I, Doctor wait, Strange Maybe is. I don't know how magic works. That's how the, does that's, time magic work? That's Holy the evil shit. Doctor Strange in uh, the multiverse of madness. It's just one that's talked to John for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's just that like I realised nothing makes any fucking sense. I don't know how time in works. In the post-credit scene, is that evil Doctor Strange in the post-credit scene? Is that the one from multiverse of madness, or is that a different one? Do we think that the hundred percent is like Strange what? Supreme? That from is definitely multi- from multiverse from, uh, of madness because that was a trailer if? for multiverse of, Ma- yeah. of madness. Well, no, but I mean, I mean, I mean, you mean from, what if? What if? Yeah, that's what. What I if? From what no, if? Yeah, I it's think gotta it's going to be a different. Got to be. I think it's a different one. It's going to be a very. I think it's going to be a very similar one. I think it's going to be very similar, but I think it is going to be a different one. 
I don't know. I think it might be the same one where they'll like kind of like hand wave it so it could just be an Easter egg. It's not necessary. Yeah, I don't know to how know. far they're oh, going yeah, with what by if the way. being canon. You know, it's a bit messy. What if? I don't. Well, everything's can be canon now. I mean, yeah. fucking just... the, the fucking previous Sony and Toby films can be canon now. I, yeah, I feel like I don't know where the MCU's going, but I'm along for its ride. Because normally, it's I mean, like, then again, if you think about it, the bad. first the first wave, the first phase of the MCU, you didn't really know. About, you know, Thanos wasn't mentioned at all till after the first big Avengers film at the end of phase one. We're not at the end of phase, the first phase of presumably the phase trilogy we're going into. Well, they're not so. calling them phases anymore. They've said that it's not, they're not thinking about no, it in phases def- This anymore. is definitely phase four. It's a continuous sort of go now. It's just like one thing. And it, basically it's going to be like Kang the Conqueror's whole thing. I think that's what they're Yeah, going. we've got multiverse and we've got fucking massive joints in space. Oh, and I'm, I suspect that... we're not going to know where we go, where the the big boss, bad boss is until we get we to just, the, the next way, Avengers If we're appreciating film. things that are canon, fucking Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox is Matt Murdock. Yeah, being Charlie in, yeah. Cox. Charlie yeah. Cox is Charlie Matt Murdock being Cox. in universe properly now. Because I didn't think they were going to take those Netflix shows and make them pro. I know they were pro- technically canon, but I didn't think they were going to officialize them in a movie. And they have And now. Kingpin. And Kingpin thanks to Hawkeye. God damn it, spoilers. Spoilers! Yet. God! I mean, it's been hinted in the full yeah, episode. Been but... but this is the thing. But even then, so that means we could see Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist might have... I hope Iron Fist is kind of died accidentally but you know uh, Jeffrey Jones <laughs> I fist died on the way back to his home planet yeah Luke Cage give me I, mean, I didn't find Luke Cage very interesting but I liked his villains I like Jessica Jones a lot she's cool it's a nice grounded universe for Spider-Man to exist in outside of all the aliens and bullshit genuinely and yeah, I, now he's gonna Shut be down now he, I mean if no, next from now on Spider-Man's not gonna be doing so much Avengers world ending shit he's just going to be on the ground in New York friendly well, neighborhood Spider-Man that's a good setup for him to run into Daredevil no, and Jessica Jones and whatever. I would love to see a Spider-Man TV show like a Disney Plus show actual show yeah in the Holland. style of the it Daredevil it wouldn't surprise me if they were thinking about it but they couldn't announce it until Spider-Man they'd, you know, they'd settled No Way Home it would not surprise me if that was on the docket for the future I don't think so just because of the rights or a split between Sony and thing and if it's on Disney Plus and all this sort of shit I'm, I'm not entirely sure that's going to be a thing yeah fair enough they could negotiate that if they really wanted to. I mean, it's a real. I, I think my favorite thing about that film was if you go back in time to yourself um, and after watching the first Tom Holland film, go, yeah, you know what, mate? Yeah, she's going to get killed by William Defoe's Green Goblin from the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man films. It's so fantastic. It's ridiculous sounding and amazing, isn't it? Assume you've gone mad. Yeah, it was it was it was absolute fan service. And you know what? Fan service that actually develops characters and. Does stuff. It felt like a really good the fan best fucking shit. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's it can be good. I mean, I think Endgame worked, and I think No Way Home worked. Yeah, not on like a structural level. You you think about you it for five seconds, it falls You apart. know what that film was? You know, yeah, okay. You know, in Star Trek uh, Generations, where they have that, they come up with this awkward contrivance for Picard and fucking Kirk to just hang out and yeah. do shit. This the Spider Man film felt like that, but good. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, they actually did it properly, whereas the, the Picard and Kirk was just like, oh, he's oh, here man. now. <laughs> Imagine if Spider-Man was, like, getting beaten up by all these villains and suddenly, like, Toby and Andrew's ones just come along on horses, just going along <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> and then, on a horse. And then Toby dies, and then fucking Tom Holland buries him under a pile of rocks, like, next to the fucking Hudson. <laughs> 
I, I tell you what, I did think Toby, they were going to kill Toby. I, know, I was absolutely convinced. Toby's dying and his last words are going to be the great power of great responsibility speech, passing it on. Yeah. I 100% thought that was what was going to happen. I did enjoy uh, Toby being one to help Tom Holland. I like that it was a Peter Parker story about Peter Parker. Yeah. It was a good story. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I, if you have not seen it, we've spoiled it for you. So you shouldn't have listened to it. I want to say as well, right, the um, Andrew Garfield's. I forgot how much I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. He's an amazing actor. This, he's probably he's one. He's a really, really good actor. This felt like a very different kind of Spider-Man from him. It felt like he was giving it like the hundred percent beans. No, that's it. It felt. Yes. It felt like he was really trying, and it came across. He his performance was excellent. Tobey Maguire felt, felt like he just like... walked in wearing like dad clothes, like "Hello, I've turned up." Yeah, but that's why I want well, he's, he's, he's the old man no, helper Spider-Man yeah, now. He's, he's the Zordon Spider-Man. That's not a Spider-Man. complaint. That's not a complaint. I just, I really liked how much Andrew Garfield clearly tried. I mean, okay, let's let's be honest. As nice as, as nice it was to see Tobey Maguire, he is the actor with the most limited range yes. going on in that group. Okay. So, well, he is not the most complaint. Biggest complaint, complaint, complaint no. zero out of ten, no black Spider-Man suit, no Venom. Probably. It was a black Spider-Man suit. No, like, I, no, I want, like... Venom was at the end. I want Tobey Maguire <laughs> dancing around with his fucking emo hair looking ridiculous. No. no I, they literally left in a post credit scheme the confirmation there is now a little Venom parasite in this universe. How does that work if they sent everything back that made... It doesn't matter. Let's not think about it. Um, <laughs> so, it's fun. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I just want to I want to watch a film and be entertained. Like, if there's actually something entertaining, you can get away with certain things. If you think about it, you go, Ugh, like, who gives a shit? Like, I had a good time. That's all I want from a film. It's but I was film. I was I was happy with Toby. I like the fact they actually also did the whole. They didn't like say, "Oh yeah, me and MJ, we are the best ever." Wham wham wah wah. It was just like, actually, you know what? It's been kind of tricky, but we've made it work. So, okay, that's really yeah. It's really nice yeah, that they actually characterized them as. The you know air. what? That's an adult relationship that's had a, that's been going on for decades, and they've acknowledged. You know what? Sometimes adult relationships are tricky, and they take a bit of work, but you make it work, and I like that because you don't often get that in films. In films, often. Relationships and romance are seen as like you know true love, passion, etc., etc. It was really nice just to have someone say, you know what, I'm still with my partner. It's been it's been hard work, but we made it work. I'm going to disagree on that front, John, because I genuinely think that one of the most realistic relationships I've seen has been in Hawkeye. Hawkeye and his wife actually talking about shit. No, we do like we do like Hawkeye's wife in this house. That's true. Hawkeye's wife is fun. That's that is an adult relationship to me. That's like, oh, I'm doing this thing, and like she's aware of everything, including all the dark shit, and she's still there. Like, there's no hidden things and secrets and surprises. That's a relationship that works. Yeah, the the only bit I don't like is it kind of makes it feel like because he does all the Avenger stuff, therefore she just kind of has to do it too. She doesn't have her own shit going on yeah but i think that's part of the relationship if somebody's in that sort of higher power state there if the relationship can survive sort of that shift in power because that's what a relationship it starts out as you you find where that power is and where the sort of the different levels come in and you either adapt to that and carry on or you don't and but so, i want to know what her what what her shit is like is just was she a field agent for shield or something i don't think she was anything i think she's just a nice person i just think she's a person I'd be disappointed if she was anything like that. I, I just, I think like she is just somebody who was like, okay, if I'm going to date this superhero, that's going to come with some baggage. And you know what? I can deal with that because we're going to communicate and we're going to talk through this shit and we're not going to keep anything from each other. Because yeah, any, other, any other that's show fair. would have Hawkeye going, oh, the Ronin, oh yeah. And she's like, oh, I wonder if we'll ever find out who that is. But he's mm-hmm. like, nah, fucked up. And she's like, oh, you fucking idiot. 
go get your suit back. Because mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, no, I totally get that. I was gone. Yeah, you should. I mean, if I feel like if like uh, Rebecca ever vanished and I went on a killing spree of villains and Rebecca came back, Rebecca would understand. Yeah. Would you understand? Who's the Tories. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an adult relationship. Um, but I was going to say, sorry. So, cause Claire would just come back and I'd just be, ah, swinging bachelor pad. Woo. Like, oh, this is fucking awkward. No, I didn't do, I'm, I kind of, I'm going to be honest, Claire, I moved on pretty fast. <laughs> wow. Um, it's just a ream around you. You did literally turn into dust in front of me. So there wasn't really anything to bury, which probably helped speed up the process would a bit. You, would um, you, could you imagine hoovering up your, Dusty wife for me. <laughs> just sobbing while you mm. just sob tears rolling down your face when you get the little tiny hand back. Oh, that's funny. You don't have a service and there's just a hoover in an open casket. <laughs> oh, the brand of hoovers, like the the fanciness of the suit. Normally, you know. Shit, <laughs> they're wearing a fucking the, Dyson Power Max, you know, this fucking other person. Oh, just shit, a, off brand a Henry, a Henry Hoover, and you've just drawn its eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Um, no, I was saying, so, no, with, with she's Spider-Man, standing right next to something, she's standing right next to the cupboard, and unfortunately her ashes just had underneath it, and you've got to brush down, you know, oh, no, which bit's Clara, which bit's just dust. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's a horrible thing, isn't it? But no, with Tobey Maguire, because his Spider- his they didn't get Spider-Man 4 because the script wasn't good enough, and I feel yeah. like it was never really his fault, but I feel like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man never really resounded as well. I think it's because the films were worse, Yeah, to be perfectly honest. I'm wondering if now we might, there's a possibility of Amazing Spider-Man 3. No. I think mean, they'd be more interested now. I don't, I, you know what? I don't say no to that idea now. I don't hate it. I think this forbidden door it. has been opened and I think we could actually do that. I feel like, because so, Sony could do it on their own, couldn't they? The way the way it's been set up, Sony could just, that, the Amazing Spider-Man is just Sony's own Spider-Man and then Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah, they could just there. do their own shit now. That might have been the agreement they came to to settle sort of the Spider-Man thing because this film wasn't going to really happen and then they're like, what if we just brought everyone and, back? And as you say, I'm more interested in fucking Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man now, if I'm honest. I'm way more, yeah, I'm way more likely to go and see Amazing Spider-Man 3 now than I was before this. Yeah, 100%. precisely, because he came back and he, he, I think like Andrew Garfield went like, okay, this this didn't go well because people didn't buy me a Spider-Man thing and he's internalised it and gone, okay, if I ever get that chance again, I'm going to do this, 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 this and then came on that script and was like, okay, I'm going to fucking nail this. I like to think that him saying "I love you guys" wasn't in the script. He just wanted to say it. I feel like, yeah, that's the cat. Yeah, that's Honestly, his script. No, it's like seeing all three Spider Men like having a nice hug was was, was it was a, it was a very nice fight. It's got that you, you know, like in Endgame or even the Avengers, where you just have that nice panning shot of everyone. You're like, fuck yeah! Isn't isn't the fact we're, we're able to get this sort of ridiculous it modern felt, movie crossover? Yeah, it felt different to Endgame because yeah, Endgame was like this culmination of stuff. This just felt like this fucking never done before what if all of the previous films were fucking canon yeah no it would it's like a bond film with like fucking you know daniel craig's about to get beaten up and fucking pierce brosnan and sean connery turn up and start to kick the shit out but it's it, you know what it is it's doctor who <laughs> that's what it is it's the previous doctors turning up and fucking about they're always fun episodes maybe they're not the best stories and stuff apart from 50th anniversary which is great but they're always you know good for a laugh good yeah. time Mm-hmm. But this was like, imagine if Doctor Who was owned by different companies <laughs> beforehand. 
Because it's got so much, like, backstage shit that you know about that makes this feel like we're never going to see anything like this again. Like, it's this is going to be... at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. It's an 100%. amazing Spider-Man coincidence that this was a thing that uh... ever happened. Oh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, that, that's what it felt. It felt like you're watching it like, oh, this feels like this shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. This should be illegal. Yeah, and it I did, actually. It was, it, was, it was just a lot of... It was really fun. And yet it might not have been the best... Like, the, the biggest problem with that, I think, is that you cannot really watch it as a standalone movie. It You have, like... It, a lot yeah. of it oh, yeah. doesn't really make sense. Let alone if you hadn't seen all the Tom Holland Spider-Man. If you hadn't seen the Sam Raimi films or the, the uh, Amazing Spider-Man films, it doesn't make... It, if anything, out of every film in the MCU, it might require the most other media to make any sense. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah. you can pick it apart. Like, you know, like when they do the fucking everything wrong with No Way Home, it's going to be like a fucking hour long. Because yeah. if you really want to, you want to be a dick, you can 100% pick it apart because nothing makes the slightest bit of fucking sense. Yeah, well, it's fun. But, you know, it's don't. Happy, that's completely happy. missing the big, point. It was a big celebration of just Spider-Man, just generally. Which was like, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. like, excellent. Yeah, yeah. but the same way that Into the, Into the Spider-Verse was a celebration of lots of new Spider-Men and felt very forward-moving, especially yeah. with the animation style. This was very sort of looking back and celebrating what had come before. Yeah. Because Into the Spider-Verse is like, Spider-Man's going to be great forever because look at what we can do. This character is so versatile. I mean, that's the genius, isn't it, of Spider-Man, is it's a full-body costume, so anyone can be under there. Anyone can imagine themselves there. Spider-Man's black. Yeah, fuck it, let's do that thing. Stan Lee said that that's the best thing about Spider-Man. It's totally unintentional, but he absolutely loves that it is just this, anybody can be Spider-Man. Any kid can imagine themselves Spider-Man because it's a full suit. And looking forward, there can, there's just going to be infinite Spider-Man stories, and it was just nice for one to look back at these two people that basically, you know, built Spider-Man up to the moviegoers sort of perspective. Especially and with the, the Sam Raimi right. Spider-Man movies were the first really big superhero movies, pretty much. Like, the first really big ones outside of X-Men. I mean, I'm going to argue predate, they were the first good Did they predate the original X-Men? Which came first, that's or X-Men? Oh, that's a question. I Spider-Man, I think, was I 2001, think too, and X-Men was 97, wasn't it? Well, the original trailer for the first Spider-Man had him swinging between the Twin Towers. Yeah. I remember that putting in like a helicopter in them or something. That was a no. Spider Man is two thousand and two. The original X Men is two thousand. Yeah, so just ah. before. But it's the thing. I felt was like... Spider Man? Yeah, Spider Man probably got delayed. Spider Man was the of... first modern big standalone superhero film. I mean, yeah, we had we had Daredevil before it, and we had fucking Blade and shit like that. But this was the first sort of teen. Or it wasn't adult, and it wasn't trying to be this really cheesy thing. It was trying to be. Oh, I think it's a really cheesy thing. I mean, yeah. some of the fight no, scenes it's look cheesy, like but I mean, is Power it, Rangers. It fits. It it feels more modern than everything that came before it. Significantly, like it really. It feels like it paved the groundwork for the MCU, completely. And it's nice. For it I think off. no. I think it paved the way for Spider Man Two, which was the shit. Spider Man yeah. Two is when everyone went, "Hey, I don't, even if you don't like superhero movies, go see this film." No, but I, I, I mean the 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 three films are overall. I don't mean the first film necessarily on its own. I just mean like all like the all the Tobey Maguire Spider Man films. He was just the forerunner of modern superhero films in a sense, at least the standalone ones. Yeah. I feel. Um, it's perhaps worth noting that yes, even though X Men was very successful, Spider Man was like three times more successful yeah. in terms of and box we never office. would have got X Men was a success, but Spider Man was three times bigger. And you know, yeah. I don't think Iron Man would have happened unless we had big strides with Marvel, like the big Marvel character Spider Man, before that point mm-hmm. in time. You know, um, and it's nice. Yeah. It, I don't know. It was, it's just it's cool to see Tobey Maguire like as the OG like superhero in there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, the thing is, Marvel, 
in theory, if they wanted to, they could do the same with X-Men. <laughs> like, in theory, if you wanted to, they could fucking bring Patrick Stewart and fucking Ian McKellen in and be like, fuck it. Here they are, if they want to. Um, I don't think they will. I think there's more logistical challenges there. But, like, it's interesting <laughs> that they can. Hmm. Um, Plus, it's obviously, it's worth also remembering that back in 2008, they did release Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, like, a month apart. Yes. And Incredible Hulk only just oh, made money. Barely, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it just turned to profit. Just. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the fact we got a reference to that in Shang-Chi, which I watched literally before we went to go see uh, Spider-Man, because I hadn't seen it yet. I watched two Marvel films back-to-back, and I still enjoyed the second one, so that's fun. Yeah. And they felt very like very good. different films, because they are. Yeah. I know people like, uh, what's-his-face? Guy who made a film about a rape that nobody wanted to see for some reason. Um, the... What? <laughs> Just sound like a bit of a downer. <laughs> What's his face? Uh, who did um, Aliens? Ridley Scott. Ah. He did Last Year, wasn't it? Which has got like, it's got a graphic rape scene in it. It's a middle of a pandemic. Why does nobody want to come out to see my film? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe because you made a miserable film during a time when people don't want to leave the house. No, it's millennials and their phones, Dan. It's millennials, it's and, millennials their and their phones. That's, that's, what it that's is. why. It's, it's the millennials on the phone. Because I'm watching Spider Man, I had my phone out all of the time. Yeah. I, I, God, I was just like, boom, up in this bitch. Let's let's tweet. I want to point out, by the way... The- you know what I really enjoyed on Twitter, by the way? that I think it was on the launch day in America. The top trend on Twitter was like, don't get caught in a web of spoilers, but the reviews for Spider-Man are in. F- follow me by also trending with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done. Well done, Twitter. I must that admit- was... I Incredibly well done. I didn't know if we were going to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in that film. I, I, didn't, I know. didn't know. I, I, no. I felt... I was, like, but... hoping, because I'd heard, like, whispers and shit and all that. But it felt like CM Punk coming into AEW. Like, you're, you're like, 95% sure, but that 5% of doubt makes when it... Because if it's just announced, it's like, oh, there they are. But, like, that 5% of doubt adds so much to that reveal. Yeah. Um, I know he wasn't on a horse and I was disappointed about that, but... Having it Spider-Man, I'll be like, oh shit, come on, that, that's big eyes. There's big eyes there. And when he came out and took his thing off, it was Andrew Garfield. I legitimately, I can't remember what I did, but I was like, I, I made a movement with my arms. Yeah. I went, yes. There were a few oh, whoops. We went, yeah. There were a few whoops yeah. in I my want to point something we up, by the way. It's a great thing. Even though we went to Spider-Man on a Friday night after it just came out, because now he lives in the middle of nowhere, there was no one else in the cinema. It was like, there's two other there's people no there. Yeah, I, I, went, I deliberately went for a middle-of-the-day, nothing Thursday showing. So it wasn't the first day, and it was like a random showing during the day to try and keep it as empty as possible. Yeah. it's, it's Which spot. it was. It was pretty quiet. Good. I did a COVID test this morning, Same. and I passed. Did you pass? Yeah, I passed. This would this would be the time. This would be the time to set. You're only one room away from me right now, because for some reason Matt is actually here, but didn't want to oh, yeah. be here because he's like, oh, the audio quality shit. Where oh no, he's it? coming. Oh god, no. Oh Jesus. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, dog's gone berserk. Now the real trick would be if he someone manages to appear behind me know. afterwards. Hello. That'll be that'll be really fucking impressive. Go talk to John now. Uh. uh. Okay, he's gonna go. He's gonna go talk to John. Okay. Hi, John. There. Ah. Well, it, that would that would be one hell of an impressive trick, right? Holy now. shit! I've just seen how point. long we've been talking for. <laughs> yeah, the we... longest podcast ever, possibly. I thought uh, we were an hour in. Okay. No, we're not. Well, I was going to try and finish up now, anyway. Well, while Matt finishes himself off. Wow. 
What have we yeah. learned today? John learnt how electricity worked. No, I didn't. I learnt how electricity worked. No, you didn't. And Matt learnt nothing. That's true. <laughs> Good night, everybody! <laughs> I was waiting for a, a response from Matt, but fuck it, yeah, bye! Oh, bye.